Welcome to a Trucker's Mind podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy K Fing. We're back, man. Episode 262. Yes, sir. All right, let's get right into it. Uh, before we get right into it, though, me and Keith had a little brief conversation. I was t- I was more me to him, but it's like one thing you see people say when they're like fake or disingenuous, they'll say some shit like, "I've spent so much time pouring into others and forgot to pour into myself." Mm-hmm. That has got to be one of the most fakest bullshit statements I've been seeing. Yeah. Like, and you, people forget that you know them in real life. Like, nigga, you're not even like that. You're not built like that. You're not built like that. Yeah. God damn. You can get on the internet and say anything. Yeah. And then people will be in the comments like, it's it's okay. Start pouring into you. It's like, yeah. shut up. Self-care. You got it, baby. It's like, oh my God. If you yeah. don't get the fuck out of here. Yeah. All right. Let's get on with the show. All right. <laughs> now, we had to mention that freaking... I think we heard a ghost that just like fell down the elevator oh, or something. Before the pot, this is a really old building that we're in. And uh, sometimes you hear noises. A lot of times those noises are the sound of a, a mentally ill person yelling outside because mm-hmm. we're on the fifth floor. So downstairs, you just hear a homeless guy like, Grab crackers! You'd be like, What <laughs> the crackers. fuck is going on with this guy? <laughs> right? You'll hear some weird scream or you'll hear a homeless guy knocking a trash can over. Yeah. Sometimes you go outside and it's just a bunch of trash on the fucking ground. But this one was like a loud bang and it like resonated like inside and outside of the building. Yeah, this sounded Some like stuff. this sound like the, the building was possessed. Yeah. I sound like this this is an old building. It's probably some angry old white ghost that was like, We don't like the colors in here. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was like colors. <laughs> colors. Stop that a nigger's mind podcast. <laughs> 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 yo that's wild oh man that'd be crazy yeah. actually it's not bad i actually like the podcast. <laughs> they listen to it yeah. we won't segregate you guys these are these these blacks are fine these are all the okay blacks that's yeah. comedy all right let's get right into it man um jimmy garoppolo recently jimmy garoppolo um went to the raiders um he went to the raiders from my niners I'm glad that he's gone. Uh, I'm not a fan of Jimmy Garoppolo at all. Yeah. Uh, one of the worst playoff quarterbacks in NFL history. The guy threw more interceptions and touchdowns in the fucking playoffs. I'm mm-hmm. good on that guy. I don't like him, right? But there was always this thing with Jimmy Garoppolo in San Francisco where a lot of the fans were like, oh, my God, he's so fucking handsome. He's so handsome. Oh, my God, he's so mm-hmm. handsome. And it got really annoying, mm-hmm. right? Good. He's a good-looking guy, but I don't give a fuck. Can you play the game? Can you play the game? Can you throw a football? Can you throw a football? That's all the fuck I give a, give a fuck about. First of all, Jimmy had no deep ball, right? Mm-hmm. He was highly inaccurate. The motherfucker couldn't throw over 10 yards, right? So, he only had deep strokes. Yeah, all he, all he had was deep strokes off the field. <laughs> you know, only, only shit he, the only thing he was completing was nuts off the field, <laughs> right? He was sided with the before he got, when he got that big contract, he was spotted at dinner with this porn star. Mm-hmm. But I don't blame him, right? To make to, to drill all this in, he is now with the Las Vegas Raiders, and and I'll read an article that's basically them offering him free sex for the rest of his life from the Bunny Ranch, which is um, legal prostitution. Um, not that this guy needs any more pussy. He's not <laughs> saving any pussy for none of us. All right, Jimmy Garoppolo offered free sex for life by Las Vegas brothel after, after joining the Raiders. <clears throat> Jimmy Garoppolo has only been in Las Vegas for a week, and he's already getting the full Sin City experience. The new Raiders quarterback, who signed a three-year, sixty-seven point five million contract, million-dollar contract uh, deal to join with the Raiders, 
and NFL free agency, was offered free sex for life from the famous Vegas Arena brothel Chicken Ranch. Oh, this is a chicken ranch, they call it. Because they got a bunny ranch, too. But mm. this one is called the Vegas Arena Brothel Chicken Ranch. Mm-hmm. They told TMZ in a statement, I almost fainted when I heard Jimmy sign with the Raiders. Caitlin Bell, one of the workers at the Chicken Ranch, said, um, they just showing a bunch of prostitutes now. <laughs> he deserves free sex just for joining our team. But he gets free sex for life from us just because he's such a legit babe. Alice Little, another member of the Chicken Ranch, pointed out the Super Bowl tw- 2024 is Chicken that a little? Yeah, that's what that's what it says. Yeah, Alice, Alice Little. Oh, I get what you did. You played on words there. <laughs> All right. Um, and uh, the the chicken nugget um, <laughs> is at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. So the next year's Super Bowl will be in Vegas. It doesn't mean shit for the Raiders. They ain't doing shit. Yeah, I know. And, We're not gonna be there. Yeah, yeah, it ain't gonna be them. And she wanted to help bring the Raiders uh, to the big game by whatever means necessary. Jimmy brought the Niners to the Super Bowl. No, he fucking didn't. Our defense did. This sorry motherfucker didn't do shit. Anyways, he could do the same for the Raiders, Little said. The next big game is in Vegas, so I'm going to I'm going to go all the way to inspire Jimmy to go all the way. Wild. And they're showing these girls. Some of them look kind of hot. Some of them just, yeah, some of them look kind of good. Mm-hmm. But Jimmy doesn't need sex. Like, that guy's probably, his nuts are probably empty 24-7. Mm-hmm. I feel bad for Jimmy because this guy's got just totally empty nuts out 24-7. <laughs> Yeah. Guy can't live his life. Yeah. Poor guy. Yeah. But but what I don't like is they treat Jimmy like a hot chick. And it's really annoying. Mm-hmm. When we start talking about football, and even Niner, I'm talking about men. Even men would say shit like, yeah, he's like, yeah, he didn't have a great game, but that's my quarterback. He looks like a quarterback. He's got to be the most handsome guy in the league. It's like, dude, that's what weird. the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. You weirdo! What the? What's going on? But <laughs> it's, I mean, I I wouldn't even say that. I might be disrespectful, but it's weird because it's like it's not about his talent. Like, yeah, it's weird. As a uh, as a football fan, it's we we're not basing like, uh, you know how how much of a fan we are of a person. We we only care about their statistics. We yeah. don't care about your completion percentage. One hundred percent QBR rating. I mean your quarterback rating. Yeah, and this whole free sex for life thing is is not is not it because mm-hmm. you can't offer Jimmy Garoppolo free sex for life because there's going to be new prostitutes there, right? So when this when this batch of prostitutes retire mm-hmm. and they go to the prostitute retirement home, it's going to be new young prostitutes to be like, hey, Jimmy's too old. I don't want to fuck him anymore, <laughs> right? So <laughs> this man is not at a deficit for sex. I could just tell you straight up. Yeah, it's just, I mean, he's not at a starting deficit. Starting quarterback for San Francisco 49ers is pretty easy. Yeah. I would imagine. It's very easy. Yeah. So, handsome guy, quarterback, rich. Mm-hmm. Any one of those individual things get you laid, but you got all three. Mm-hmm. You got the holy trinity. You got the holy trinity of pussy. That's <laughs> what you got. <laughs> so, it's like, dude, you, you're not going to have a problem doing that. Yeah. You're not, you're not going to have a problem doing that. What I will say is this also. The Raiders got to be the dumbest organization in the league besides the Browns. You get rid of Derek Carr for Jimmy. Do you not watch the fucking film? My God, dude. You got rid of a better quarterback for Jimmy Garoppolo. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you right now, Derek is going to light shit up with New Orleans next year. He's going to light shit up with yeah. Jimmy. And here's a fucked up thing. You got Jimmy over there. Jimmy don't got no arm. He's got Devontae Adams. Oh, man. That this is gonna Jimmy can't even throw the ball out of bounds. 
That did you remember that? I think you might have sent me the TikTok, and it was talking about it was uh, David Carr. Mm-hmm. Um, for those of you that don't know, that's Derek Carr's older brother. But um, no, Derek Carr's the young guy. Is is in NFL? David Carr. Oh, oh, he's talking about his brother was yeah, talking. No, my yeah. bad. Go was, ahead. Yeah, your bad cuz. Uh, but no, he uh, David Carr was on one of these little sports things, and he was basically saying that the the coach I forget his name for the Raiders, uh, McDaniel. Yeah, McDan Josh McDaniels is um, he's like a system guy. Like mm-hmm. he just wants the quarterback that goes in there. He tells them where the ball is going, and there's no audibles. There's no nothing. He just mm-hmm. wants a quarterback that'll just you know do what he says. And uh, he was saying, like, you know, the quarterback, you know, really, like, knowledgeable quarterbacks or, like, quarterbacks that do a lot of uh, film study and stuff don't do well in those systems. And that's Mm -hmm. why him and Tom Brady butted heads and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. Um, So I said that to say it actually might work out for Jimmy Garoppolo. For somebody that don't got to read, you know, if you don't got to read a defense or you don't got to do nothing, you don't got to do really no thinking, it's just throw the ball here, you know, when I call this play, then, you know, it might might work out. I'm going to tell you why it won't work out. And I don't want to talk bad. Speak limitations on anyone's career but here's why i've watched jimmy garoppolo not win a super bowl with the best the best weapons in the league you have debo samuel who's the most dynamic receiver who could play running back and wide receiver Mm -hmm. you got brandon Ayuk, who is a thousand yard receiver in a running system who's Mm -hmm. one of the best number two tight end i'm not to me number two wide receivers in the league Mm -hmm. right you got george kittle who's the top two tight end in the league you got Trent Williams, who is the best left tackle in the league. Mm-hmm. You got one of the best run attacks in the whole league, and you couldn't win with that? What the fuck you think he's going to do with the Raiders? He's going to go over there and blow it. <laughs> I don't see it, man. If you if you can't win with that type of team, then what the fuck are you going to do with the Raiders? Not to mention, the Raiders better start drafting motherfuckers. The Raiders need to get wide receivers that can run after the catch. Because that's all you get in those yards after catch. You're not going to get Devontae down the field. That's never going to happen. Mm-hmm. And and Garoppolo is highly inaccurate. Yeah, especially down the field. The only shots he's being accurate on is cum shots off the field. That's crazy. On the field, that <laughs> motherfucker cannot throw the ball. It's mm-hmm. it's not good. I feel bad for Raider fans. And then you got rid of Darren I Waller. Don't. You got rid of Darren Waller. Why? Yeah. They haven't even replaced him. The, as far as the Raiders organization goes, I don't have any advice for them. I don't either. Y'all continue to be a terrible organization. That is, uh, is good for me. Yeah, go ahead. Keep losing. Yeah. Um, Ed, I, I do have a strong word of advice for the Raiders front office. Um, keep fucking yourselves. There keep, you go. keep doing it because there's yeah. going to be a lot of more Raider jokes to come. <laughs> Raider, dude, what's crazy about the Raiders is they got the best running back in the league. That with Josh Jacobs, Jacobs that yeah. dude is fucking electric. So yeah, you got the best. Good. You couldn't win, and you found a way to blow it with Derek Carr, who is a decent quarterback. Yes, he's blowing it sometimes and fucked up, right? But he's had a different offensive coordinator how many times? Yeah. I hope Derek Carr does. I mean, his statistics weren't actually that bad. Mm-hmm. Even with Devontae Adams still being, like, one of the top receivers in the league. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. I think organizations just they kind of grow tired of players, you know? I yeah. think that's kind of – they just, they, they just uh, fell out of love with each other. 
Yeah, but they're going to learn that Jimmy Garoppolo is just a step and fetch it. He's not even a quarterback. He's yeah. just a guy that you tell him what to do, and he does it. But the, you have to have a quarterback that's a playmaker in order to win. Aaron Rodgers got a Super Bowl. Peyton Manning got a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady got a Super Bowl. John Elway got a Super Bowl. Patrick Mahomes got a Super Bowl. If you don't make plays as a quarterback, you don't win Super Bowls in this league, period. Mm-hmm. You don't. Yeah. Why you think Jimmy ain't got one? Down the stretch, motherfucker out overthrew fucking Emmanuel Sanders is wide open and he fucked up on that play. Yeah. One of the few times you see him overthrowing a receiver because he can't get the ball that far, he overthrew him. Yeah. And then yeah. the rest of the time he just choked. Mm-hmm. So it's like, dude, no, golly. Yeah. You guys could have been the Raiders, you guys could have got somebody else. Fuck. Yeah. I mean, it's on brand though. That's why I'm just not really, it's not really that He's big of a deal. Look, McDaniels coached fucking Garoppolo in New England. That's why he got him, mm-hmm. to run that raggedy-ass system that didn't fucking work. Now he's going to bring that shit over here, and it ain't going to work. Mm-hmm. You think defenses don't know what McDaniels is doing? You think they got him figured out? With Jimmy? Mm-hmm. You, get, you give Derek Carr one more year under that shit with McDaniel, then first of all, I think that they would have been better, but I think McDaniel would have got fired because McDaniel would have been showing that he's – his whole system's fucked. But let, we're talking about the Raiders too long. Fuck yeah, this that's shit. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know why you're so mad at I'm like, this is the Raiders. If yeah. it was the 49ers, it would be a different story. Like, See, I'm not even a Raider fan and I yeah. get mad at them. Yeah, I was like, I don't I don't get the... Don't Imagine get the being story. a Raider fan. I'm about to change the design of this podcast hat. It looks too much more like... More Niners. Yeah, make it, we've got to make it more Niners. It's too on brand with the Raiders right yeah, now. Yeah. we, we got to change the Trucker's Mind podcast hats now. <laughs> All right, hey, don't forget to go to a Trucker's Mind podcast uh, dot com. A truckersmind.com. A truckersmind.com, excuse me. Mm-hmm. A truckersmind.com to get one of these beautiful hats here. Yeah. All right. Uh, switching gears. TikTok ban. Recently, they've been trying to ban TikTok. Mm-hmm. And our government has been showing how desperately they want to get TikTok out of here. And what's weird about it is, is you see how old these politicians are and how out of touch they are. Mm-hmm. The questions, the, the line of questionings that they're asking are just way off base. Mm-hmm. It's embarrassing. Mm-hmm. And this is proof that we need younger po- politicians. Mm-hmm. Like when a motherfucker is 62 years old and he's talking about TikTok, he has no idea what's going on. He doesn't even yeah. know what an algorithm is. You don't know how to use social media. He's like, so what do you plan to do with the sonorhythm of your platform? <laughs> sonorhythm. Son- I'm not sure what you mean, sir. What do you mean by sonorhythm? You mean algorithm? Yeah, I, that's what I said. I said algorithm. I was scrolling through TikTok and I seen some big ass titties on there. Uh, I was wondering, do, do you allow that on your platform? I mean, actually, we have things. It's it's child friendly. You can <laughs> use it. It's child friendly. I was asking because I was looking for some content to jack off. <laughs> I couldn't find the right content for me to beat my meat. <laughs> TikTok is wild. What's crazy about TikTok is you could like one video of somebody like. I don't know, like making baked potatoes, and now your whole algorithm is baked potatoes. You'd be like, God damn. Yeah. I don't even like potatoes like that. Fuck. No, nah, they don't be playing with the algorithms. No, nah, they don't play there. You, you could be like, you could Google some stuff. Well, pro- more so with Instagram, I mm-hmm. think, um, than TikTok. But TikTok is, TikTok has a strange uh, way of doing stuff. I seen it. I, I did, I don't know if this was a coincidence or if it was real. I was uh, listening to, uh, this uh John Mayer song and then um Body when I opened up <laughs> when 
when I opened up the thing, it was like a video talking about a person that engineered one of the songs. So I was like, man, I don't know. I, it's just it's one of those things where you just don't know how much access they have to your life. Yeah, I know. What's that song John Mayer got? Uh, and a living is a ride. No, I don't know. I'm I not forgot. Like I a super John Mayer fan. Yeah. <laughs> John Mayer is dope, though. Yeah, he'd be dope. Mm-hmm. Women go crazy for that guy. Mm-hmm. I don't think they do it now so much. John's probably kind of old now. Yeah, he is old. He is a little older, but I think that the still those. I don't know. It kind of never, and this never really dies. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's yeah. like the same thing with like a like a Denzel Washington. Yeah, you know, they just kind of grow with him. John Mayer sometimes just kind of mumbles, and people be like, "Oh my god, I'm a shibby doo bye Like, oh my fucking god, Johnny, you make me so moist. Oh my god, I don't get wet anymore, but I get so wet. <laughs> I'm fifty. <laughs> John, you can play my strings. Oh my gosh. Shibbity bye. Yeah, man. But they want to ban this shit, man. And it looks like that it looks like our government is trying everything and it's really embarrassing. Uh let me go here. Analysis. Can the US can the US ban TikTok? Um the CEO Zen Chu. And it's funny because his last name is literally Chu, C H E W. Testified before the House before the House Energy and Commerce Committee on March 23rd uh, amid the chorus of the calls from members of Congress uh, for the federal government to ban the Chinese-owned video media app and reports that Biden administration is pushing for the company sale. Uh, the federal government, along with many state uh, and foreign governments. And some companies has banned TikTok on work provided phones. Okay. Okay. Uh, this this type of ban can be effective for protecting data related to government work. Okay, then ban it for that. Not for the average consumer that wants to look at fucking dance cat videos and dogs and interesting shit. Mm-hmm. Like, get out of here. But a full ban of the app is another matter, which raises a number of questions. What data privacy risks? Uh, this TikTok pose. What could the Chinese government do with data collected by the app? Is it consistent? Is its content recommendation algorithm dangerous? And is it even possible to ban the app? Let me be clear when I say this. We gave up our privacy the day we were born. Literally. We have social security numbers, nigga. Are you fucking serious? Mm-hmm. They've been tracking us since the day all I, of our shit has been public. Identification cards, yeah, identification cards. All mm-hmm. a lot of our shit is more public than we think. Did you know that there is a website that you could put your name or your parents' name and every address that you've ever lived in will pop up? Did you know that? No, but I do know. I was uh, I was trying to uh, create like an eBay account or something like that, mm-hmm. and I remember, um like filling out the information and then one of the questions was like which of these addresses are like familiar to you they knew them and it was like an address where i lived in visalia yes like you know not even in school yet yes yeah crazy these Mm -hmm. motherfuckers bro our privacy has never been private Mm -hmm. never just give me the fucking content now yeah i know this uh this girl was telling me recently or i guess she said that somebody tried to take a car out in her name Mm-hmm. And she had to freeze all of her credit and all of her shit. Yeah, and I'm thinking like it's crazy how people can get in, get your personal information. It's like you could do everything to protect it sometimes, and they could still find a way. Mm-hmm. Somebody's been sending my aunt mail that has my fucking name on it as some investor in some company or some shit. It says like 
Gumoji something. I'm like, what the fuck? I was like, hey. Gumoji. Yeah, some type of, it says like investor Eddie McGee or whatever. And I was like, she's like, if you're going to have somebody send mail to my house, just let me know. I was like, what are you talking about? Mm -hmm. I was like, I would never have nothing sent there to your house. That doesn't make any sense. You got your own crib. Yeah, I was like, I got my own address. And she was Mm -hmm. like, oh my God. I was like, yeah, so yeah, that's not cool. I need to go check this out. Mm -hmm. But that's the same, like when you have a business, like I be getting mail here all the time, like the same mm -hmm. mail. I just, I don't even look at it no more. I just toss it. Mm -hmm. But you know, that, that information is somewhere. You know, they selling yeah. it. I don't know what company somebody is selling it. it. Yeah. You know, selling that data. Yeah. yeah somebody's selling it, man. And mm-hmm. everything is being sold. Your information is being shared. And, you know, if you've ever been to collections before for something, they literally sold your information. They sold your Yeah, they do that for sure. They sell debts all the time. They sell debts all the time. They mm-hmm. didn't ask your permission to do that shit. Mm-hmm. But they sold it. And in the selling of that or, or sending it somewhere, your information can be compromised. Yeah. So that's the thing. So Mm -hmm. here's the problem I have with our government. They want to make TikTok the worst thing ever. Okay, motherfucker. TikTok, oh, it's bad. Privacy, blah, blah, blah. So you care more about this trivial shit than the people still drinking dirty water in Ohio? Why aren't you having a fucking meeting, a board meeting about that? Yeah. Why aren't you having a board meeting about people in Flint, Michigan that still don't have fucking water? Mm -hmm. We, We got our priorities fucked up and they think we're too stupid to see it. And I feel like TikTok does a great job of highlighting that, right? It does a great job. There was somebody recently talking about Pelosi and what she was investing in. She was literally, they found her public record of what she was investing in. She was investing in like cancer medicine. Really? Some some shit called Pixie or whatever it was, mm-hmm. some medicine that was supposed to be coming out. So it's like, it was telling What's people- What's wrong like, with that? It's telling people, follow the money. Oh, Follow the money. Like, look at what these people are investing in. It'll tell you mm-hmm. that a lot of times, what depending on where the country is going, mm-hmm. these people are always ahead of the curve. How do they know where she's investing in? Because there's a public platform that will show you what people are investing in. I forgot what it's called, but mm-hmm. it literally will show public officials where, like, what they've invested in or what's going on because it's public record. Oh, but, they have to like publicize their yeah, investment. Exactly. But mm-hmm. due to people not following it. And not really giving a fuck. Now people have access to showing where actually looking at politicians where things are going. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, at the end of the day, dude, um, TikTok, I don't I don't mind it. If 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 we're gonna be infiltrated by the Chinese people, I don't know what they want from me. Okay. I mean, hey, look, TikTok and Panda Express is a good trade-off. Okay. You want my information? Just keep that orange chicken coming. Okay. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> You know, it's funny, too. You want to know why I know for a fact that this is real fishy from the government? We just had a Chinese spy balloon that we knocked down, and that was to brainwash us. Like, the Chinese are trying to do something to us. What are they doing? I think they're using information from TikTok, and they're controlling the balloon, and now we have to shoot it down. Mm -hmm. Like, these old antiquated ways of controlling people is not working anymore. Mm-hmm. We see we see straight through our government. I don't even know what to believe. Yeah. Like I look back at history of things that were shams. We should have never been in Vietnam. We were there like 11 years of a war we didn't win. We sent people to go fight in the fucking jungle and die over what? Nothing. Mm-hmm. When it comes down to it, most wars come down to a bunch of men in suits to have a disagreement that they're never going to fucking fight in. Yeah. If y'all niggas got that much beef, how about y'all take y'all suits off? Go ahead and put on uh put on some uh, uh uh some some gear and go out and fight. Oh, but you ain't gonna do that. Broccoli you, beef is good, huh? That broccoli beef is good, right? 
Y'all sitting up in them suits eating all that goddamn broccoli beef, <laughs> sending these innocent young men to war, okay, men mm-hmm. and women. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yo, like what? What? Do, I don't even know what the fuck to believe. Yeah. Because I watch these government officials have these conversations at this meeting, and I'm like, dude, you guys don't even know what's going on in addition to us having more pressing matters that you purposely avoid. Yeah, every every two I'll say like every year now. Well mm-hmm. it's gonna this is gonna get pretty repetitive because <laughs> yeah. um, you know, this is the like our our peers. Um I think Mark Zuckerberg is probably a little older than you. But um no, I don't know, man. Probably is. I don't know. But uh, you know, this is we're in the age of, you know, when, when these guys were at MIT or Harvard or whatever, that's when, you know, MySpace was around and then they wanted to create their own social media and all this other stuff. But um, I just think that there is uh, it's just uh, it's just like a lot of ignorance on the government side. You're the same age. Go ahead. Are oh, you the same age? Mm-hmm. So they don't really know. They don't really know what's going on. And when you if you watch, you know, either of these interviews, but especially Mark Zuckerberg, you know, they would try to ask like these indirect questions and these questions that like had like some like. Uh, some hidden agenda to them and, you know, try to get him to say that, you know, they're uh, he's selling people's information and all that stuff. And he was just too smart for them to like yeah. to really get anything out of what he was saying. Right. Um, and you could just tell like these is like these are politicians. And I understand because as, as a politician, you probably have to worry about so many things or you be informed on so in, so many things but understanding the nuances of social media is not really part of your job right um and they probably just set this up just because like just for the spectacle of it but like these these dudes very intelligent and you know uh what's the dude's name chu yeah last name chu forgot chu? his first name yeah he's not he's not he's probably unbothered at this point and at the same time like you were saying th- there is no privacy like we got to register our cars. Right. Like, we need insurance. Like, Thank you. It's just so, it's, you know, our lives are, our lives, you know, ID, social security, all this stuff. And this is just the government. You know, that's, that has nothing to do with what our iPhones are doing or what TikTok is doing or what Facebook is doing. Like, you know, just the government by itself. Like, we, all of our transactions from the bank, like, if I put more than, like, $6,000 in a bank, they're going to hold it for, like, 14 days. Like, this is... This is all government regulated stuff. And then they want to like grill these freaking social media creators because of a certain thing. I think at the end of the day, the only agenda for a social media platform is to make money. Yeah. I don't think they I don't think at the at the the core of what they're doing, they're trying to like manipulate um, people or anything. I think they're trying to sell ads and I think they're collecting information in order to shoot ads or shoot content your way to keep you on the platform so they could sell more ads and they can True. sell. Yeah. It's all when you come down to it, it's all about control for mm-hmm. the government and you know they want to find a way to monetize everything or to be on the back end of some type of money. Mm-hmm. Just some greedy motherfuckers. But throughout American history we've always had something comparable to TikTok. Back in the nineties it was two live crew. They got banned. They mm-hmm. literally the reason for a parental a parental advisory sticker was because of Two Live Crew. Yeah. You guys know, hey, we want some pussy. Two Live Crew, for those that may have not been alive in that time. Mm-hmm. So it says uh, from 1989 to 90, um, basically it says, um, 
Band in the USA is the fourth album by Two Live Crew was originally credited as Luke's solo album. The album included the hits Do the Bart and the, the title track. It was also the very first release to bear the RIAA standard parental advisory warning sticker. So that, and it says uh, the title single is a reference to the decision in the court case that Two Live Crew's previous album, As Nasty As They Want to Be, was obscene. The decision would later be overturned uh, on appeal, Bruce Springsteen's gr- uh, granted the group permission to interpolate his song "Born in the USA" for it, mm. so he gave them permission because uh, Bruce Springsteen had a song "I Was Born in the USA." Mm-hmm. He allowed them to interpolate that song into something else, mm-hmm. uh, which is dope. Mm-hmm. Uh, displeased over the decision of Florida Governor Bob Martinez. Uh, on being asked to examine the, the album, decided it was obscene and recommended local law enforcement take action against it. And over subsequent action of Broward County, Florida, uh, who arrested local record store owners on obscene charges for selling the group's albums. People were getting arrested for selling rap in the 90s. Think about that. Same thing with NWA. If any of you guys seen the NWA documentary, they literally got arrested for freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. They said, don't sing Fuck the Police because it's inciting a riot, mm-hmm. right? And they said, fuck that. Fuck the police coming straight from the underground. A young nigga got it bad because I'm brown, right? Arrested. Mm-hmm. But Bill Clinton's getting his fucking dick sucked. Mm-hmm. Like, what kind of government do we have? Well, we can't even listen to rap music or we'll get arrested. But Bill's getting his fucking cock sucked by a young intern. <laughs> even Kennedy was getting pussy from fucking Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. That dude was getting so much pussy that he was literally sick. Mm-hmm. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. Kennedy felt sick because, like, he's I, addicted to sex. He's addicted to sex and cheating on his wife, and he had a bad back. Mm-hmm. So he was getting pussy even with a bad back. Damn, bad you know back what that, ain't never stopped nobody. You know what that told me? Pussy is, is curing bad backs, man. <laughs> they should have used that shit as some type of vaccine. You got a bad back? Pussy will take care of that. <laughs> I think his urge to get pussy was like it just trumped all. Yeah. He had yeah. a whole bunch of fucking blown out disc in his back. Yeah. But just the thought of pussy just filled the disc up with liquid. He's like, oh. That's crazy. Oh, I'm good to go. Yeah. Full of fluid and ready to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dang. You know what's crazy about my back? My back hurts really bad, but Marilyn Monroe gets my penis so hard, (laughs) I want to stick it straight through a fucking wall. (laughs) (laughs) Kennedy was a trip, yo. Yeah. That dude stayed getting pussy. Yeah. That's a trip, man. So, yeah, we we live in a tacky, we have a very tacky government. They've been that way the whole time. Like, this government, it it went from fucking over black people to fucking everybody. Right, <laughs> yeah. we, we literally live in a country where we're debating whether black people should get reparations. Right, mm-hmm. you send billions of dollars to Ukraine, right, which is fucking everybody. But then we have a conversation of thirteen percent of the country that you deny reparations, but the fucking slave owners got paid reparations. Mm-hmm. So you paid the niggas that own slaves, mm-hmm. but not the people that did labor for four hundred fucking years. Yeah. And you want to and you justify that. Now you got average American people, black, white, everybody. Average person cannot afford a five hundred dollar emergency in America, but you want to send Ukraine billions of dollars. What the fuck is going on? Have you seen the menu at these fast food restaurants? Ain't no 99 cent menu no more, man. 
Yeah, it's fact. It's all gone. Yeah. Nigga, I got two jumbo jacks. That shit was $10. Life is expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Two. It costs to breathe nowadays. I woke up. <sighs> That'd be $7.99. I was like, God, God damn. damn, man. Yeah. $7.99. I just breathed this morning. Yeah, everything is expensive. My bro. God. Everything. Crazy. Everything is, cra- man, and everything is expensive. I spent $80 on gas today. Ridiculous. That's stupid. And that shit going to get you down the street and be burnt out. I'm telling you. It's insane. Be careful. Be, hey, when you're spending money, just fucking stop. Just yeah, stop. Yeah, that's how I'd be like, people, my girl was telling me, like, she getting X amount of money from her taxes, and she was surprised. Like, you know, it was some, it was some decent money. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, man, like, what can we do with it? And I was like, you know what you can do with that? Nothing. You can save it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to spend money. <laughs> Like, she was shocked that she was getting money. It's because the government was whooping her ass like everybody else's. Yeah. Yeah. You get yeah. your ass whooped all year. At the end of the year, they want to pay you back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's not even it's not even it's not even the shit that you actually got taxed. Mm-hmm. It's not actually. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. They're giving you crumbs. Yeah. Motherfucking breadcrumbs. But I'm no, at- I think I think that I think this situation is is there. It's uh what I realized with the government, they they oftentimes don't have really strong cases right you know so they they be just trying to sit people down and have a conversation like they've been trying to they've been trying to arrest donald trump for the past seven years or so yo donald trump is fucking hilarious bro yeah what happened you hear what he said about stormy daniels what did he call her he's like you know they're looking for some form of criminal activity and they're just wrong we're gonna pursue this very strongly and you know, stormy dog, stormy horse face Daniels. <laughs> yeah, wants to, it's, it's, nigga, I was dying. <laughs> Donald Trump is arguably the funniest president. Oh, bro, I was like, this shit is wild. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Same government would have banned TikTok, but we had a president like that. Yeah. Uh, and we can't just talk about about uh, it shit. If you want to be real, he was he was a dick, and he was a moron, and his ineptitude is why he got beat by biden right mm-hmm. biden and biden doesn't know where the fuck he is and Biden then, also barely beat him it wasn't like a landslide it wasn't a landslide but all but look the way he dealt with covid is why he got voted out bro mm-hmm. it, had he had he done just had a little tweak on what he did there was a bleach thing he thought yeah bleach would kill covid like i figured bleach would do something i didn't know what <laughs> i don't know I, some problems <laughs> maybe a little bleach would fix it i assume <laughs> that bleach does what it does right mm-hmm <laughs> Bleach gets stains out of my clothes. I just figured, you know, just a little, little bleach on the COVID would get it out. Stormy Daniels. <laughs> I put some bleach on Stormy Daniels and she just, and she just disappeared. I don't know what exactly. I believe in this very strongly, very strongly. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, man. That shit. Yo, this government is hilarious. Joe Biden literally they had a new video of this guy. He didn't know where he was going. Yeah, Joe Biden out of there. He out of there, bro. There's no yeah. second term. There's no second term for that guy. Yeah. It's looking like fucking DeSantis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
yeah, it's looking like him. But then Trump be dogging that dude out. DeSantis doesn't know where he is. <laughs> yeah, he's not. He's not a very trustworthy person. Mm-hmm. He might have been having sex with a man. I don't know. Yeah, he said that. There might be something with him and another man. I'm not sure. <laughs> not sure. I'm just. I'm not sure. I'm just saying. I might have heard it. I might have not. I know. Trump know what to say to not get sued. <laughs> he do. He might have been with a boy. I'm not Allegedly, sure. Allegedly, he might have been getting his black back blown out. Allegedly. He might have been with a black, maybe not. I'm not <laughs> he sure. might have been with a black. <laughs> <laughs> I, what I heard, DeSantis likes to have sex with African Americans. I'm not sure. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. <laughs> I believe in that very strongly. Very fine black man. DeSantos getting his back blown out by very fine black man. He said what? Said DeSantos getting his back blown out by very fine black men. <laughs> very fine black men on both sides. Yeah, your your impression is getting worse and worse. <laughs> <laughs> you made him have a look like, a, like he sound like a teenage Trump, <laughs> like before the puberty. Before puberty, he's like, I believe in that very strongly. Then he got a little bit older. I believe in that very strongly. Now he got really old. I believe in that very strongly. Because he lost his fucking voice. He's all raspy now. His voice is all gone. Yeah. All those goddamn Adderall he takes. Yeah. yeah his fucking diapers all full and shit walking around <laughs> he did have that he had his pants on backwards at one time oh man this dude that depend on yeah that depend that fucking diaper was showing mm-hmm. he's like i believe in depends very strongly i've been in politics a long time i've never had a leaky diaper it's never came out <laughs> all of the contents <laughs> during the during the election i evacuated my bowels it was never a problem i believe in depends very strongly <laughs> We got to stop with the Trump shit. I know some people are getting tired of it now. They're like, okay, we get it. We get it. Donald Trump, okay. Yeah. If you want to hear more Trump, then you got to like, you know, leave a comment on there. Put more, <laughs> more Trump. Because apparently you guys like the future impression. Yeah, future won't go crazy. Like, you know, I, what I tried to do is I voted for Donald Trump because, you know, I like money. You know, I know it's hard for a lot of people to accept being in the 1%. But like, <laughs> ever since me and Sierra broke up, I told her I didn't want to get married because she wasn't making that much money. She didn't want to sign the prenup, so I said, I got I to gotta level up. <laughs> she made the song level up, so I had to level up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. More Trump, more future. <laughs> got more coming. Can you imagine if they had a rap album together? Donald Trump and uh, future. It'd be like Metro Boomin. Metro Boomin wants some more, nigga. I believe Donald Trump, future, do it big. Every day, like a like a feature come out of the background. Yeah, but yeah, man. Um, it, this is just our government. This is just mm-hmm. what they've been doing for the longest. They always find something to kind of something trivial to get all of our attention. Mm-hmm. You know, and and it was rap music. Then it was it was it was two live crew. Then it was NWA. Mm-hmm. Um, then it was what was it in the nineties? Oh my god. There was something. There's been so many little trivial things that they have to take to court. Yeah, it just seems like they're trying to. Uh, they're just trying to like stifle entertainment. I think. Yeah. I think for the most part, um, there's a um, what you call it. I, I don't. To me, I don't think there's like this hidden agenda that you know the government is out to to find. I think if anybody is a bad guy, it is a government, mm-hmm. and they're just you know like trying to be the only bad guy you know they just want to be the bullies on the block but i think at the end of the day like the just the way that i think or i'm like 
the way that I think like nerds work or nerds operate, mm-hmm. I think they operate in a space where they're like genuinely at the at their core is just really trying to make like amazing like an amazing app. Like I think that that's what they that's mm-hmm. all they care about. Right. It's also a business, so they definitely want to make money. But at the end of the day, I think they're just trying to make an amazing app. But then there's also like. But a byproduct of making an amazing app, you have to do like some underhanded stuff in terms of like things that'll keep people on the app. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, like nigga, we like there's obviously kids, but like we were grown, bro. Yeah. If you don't want to, like, if you addicted to social media, like, figure your life out. Yeah, like it's not Take it's not my off. job as Mark Zuckerberg or Chu no. to be like, oh, people are addicted to social media, so I'm going to try to uh, eliminate the time that people spend on there. I'm not like, like a fucking social media rights activist. I created this app in order to connect people, and then you guys have mutated it. Yeah, like honestly, it's not Mark Zuckerberg's fault that we've we've misused a lot of things on the internet. Like, it's not Mark Zuckerberg's fault or <laughs> Uh, what's the what was the the original owner of Twitter? What was his name? Um, I forgot. Fuck, I forgot his name. But mm-hmm. it's not their fault that we've misused this. See, here's the issue: we've always been us, but we've never had a platform in front of us. Mm-hmm. So it's never been a platform. The, the platform is literally the vehicle. We drive the vehicle, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So we're if we drive a vehicle into a wall, we can't say, "Oh, fuck." I hate these uh, these new Lexuses. They're terrible. Mm-hmm. The Lexus had nothing to do with you driving it into a wall. And mm-hmm. the reason why I feel like that's the best analogy, I feel like that analogy plays on social media. It plays with guns, right? People may say, oh, my God, that's a terrible point. But uh, if you put a gun on the counter and walked away, it's not going to shoot anybody, buddy. That gun's going to sit right there on that table and do nothing. That's why I hate the the, the conversation of, oh, my God, we got to do something about these guns. It's like the motherfuckers behind it are causing the problems. Mm -hmm. The people behind the guns are causing the violence. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that violence is coming due to a lack uh, like mental health issues. Like these people have infiltrated every space, the movie theaters, restaurants, schools, Walmarts, all these stores. People just walk in there and start shooting people. That has nothing to do with the gun. Mm -hmm. Right. Nothing to do with Mm -hmm. a gun. Mm-hmm. If somebody, if we had mass stabbings, people just walking up stabbing people, we're going to ban knives now? Like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. So, ultimately, social media is no different. We use these platforms for wrongdoing, and that's on us. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't I don't think that they there was any malicious intent when these things were created. What I will say is this. If you think of any agenda, right? I don't know what the agenda of our government is, but if there is an agenda... It's been out there, and that is to make other governments look like the bad guy. They've been a, doing a great fucking job at that. Mm-hmm. Real good job. They do a real good job. Uh, uh, communist China wants to try to control and take our data. Mm-hmm. They do a great job of that. They've been, they do a good job of brainwashing people that can't think for their fucking selves, man. Yeah. You know, you knock down a couple spy balloons. Who knows where they came from, right? Mm-hmm. And now it's like China's trying to invade us. Like, mm-hmm. all you need to do. How do I put this? All you need to do is just put a subliminal thought out there and you will galvanize a bunch of the wrong people. Mm -hmm. All you need to do is like Chinese spy balloon. All of a sudden, some far right wing guy. They're trying to invade us. Get the guns ready, guys. They're trying to invade us. We got to get TikTok out of here. Yeah. And it's like, what? Yeah. All you got to do to like, all you got to do to trick the far left and far right is just put like 
a little smidget of of, of anything out there, mm-hmm. and they just start running with it. Mm-hmm. And then there's people like me and Keith who could think for themselves that could see that it's just the government trying to have control. Yeah, it's all it is. They just want to they want to control the narrative because it allows us to always be the superhero in the story. Mm-hmm. We're always the superhero. We got to stop these Germans. We got to stop this and that. Now, first of all, let me say this. I ain't defending the Germans, right? The the Nazi Germany was terrible for what they did. But we also lived in the same country where black men fought in every American war, and we come back home and get treated like scumbags, Mm -hmm. right? So we stopping the Germans, and we come home and get treated like second-class citizens. Mm -hmm. So this is the shit that America does, and Mm -hmm. it it hasn't stopped. And it's not just black people. It's happening with everybody. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah, there's that. Yeah, um, I don't have much more to say on that. Jesus this. Christ, Keith, you look yeah. so you look so ready to respond. Yeah, I didn't have nothing to say. Man, Germany, Germany. nine. What was that? I said nine. Vino Stissel. <laughs> too many black men fight here. We give them hot dog to leave. We, we we give them chili dog to leave us alone. <laughs> leave us alone. Vino. <laughs> Vina. Can you imagine Vina. black black man got a big ass one of those fucking big ass machine guns? He's ready to kill this dude in Germany. Like man, put your hands down. He's like, I give you free Vlina. Please don't kill me. I have family. I have family. Please do not kill me. I have Vlina. Oh, so you gay, nigga? No, no, no. Vlina, Vlina Stencil, hot dog, hot dog. I want that. Give me that shit. Like, dude, ate it. Like, hey, this is kind of good. Hey, the German dude, cool, bro. <laughs> the German cool. dude, cool. He cool, cuz. Let's leave him alone. We had Crips. Let that nigga slide, cuz. Let him slide, cuz. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, that'd be crazy, yo. And that'd be wild. Imagine if you had, this would be crazy. Like, if you want to mind fuck people, mm-hmm. you write a script, right? And you make it like really serious, like really dark and really serious. Mm-hmm. And then, like, at a point like that, you just flip the movie and turn it into a comedy. <laughs> like, the movie is serious, it's really dark. You know, Black Soldier has his gun on this fucking German. He's about to let off some rounds on this guy. It's like, Wiener. He's like, Vina, free Vina. Vina. I, I, Vina, 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 please, please, don't shoot. Do not shoot. I have free chili, dog. Everybody get free chili. Nigga, what's a Vina, cuz? Uh, talking n- about a Vina. We got to talk like a black man from that time. What you mean, a Vina, boy? <laughs> no Vina's here. <laughs> Put your hands up now. <laughs> Put your hands up now for I'll pump you full of lead right now. <laughs> 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 some old, some older black man from the south. Yeah, it's like I ain't finna have none of this. Put your hands up. <laughs> Put that dog down now. <laughs> He's still hot. I just make it. I just make it. <laughs> I wonder if we have any German listeners. They're not gonna like this very much. You motherfuckers better be able to take a joke, Germans. Yeah, yeah, you better be able to take a joke, buddy. Yeah, you got a dark pass over there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know it's funny. Winter Sizzle is actually not that bad. I haven't been there in years, though. Yeah, I like Winter Sizzle. Yeah, I gotta I'm, get the, uh, I gotta get the beef hot dogs though. Why? What's wrong? Uh, I just, I don't know. The pork hot dogs don't taste that good to me. But, yeah, I'm not a big fan of the pork ones. They just mm-hmm. got too much of the dog taste to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah beef ones dog. are better. Beef ones got more of a solid taste. Yeah, I like hot. I like uh, beef wieners. Wiener. <laughs> um. You know whose hot dogs is pretty decent, believe it or not, and they've been the same price for a long time. Costco. Oh yeah, those are fire. Those them they up. got the beef ones. Yeah, them motherfuckers mm-hmm. big too. 
Costco Sam's Club. Sam's Club, uh, that shit, yo, they, they show the difference between those dogs. The Sam's Club look weird, though. That shit look dark. Like pale? Yeah, no, it look dark. It look dark. It don't look right. It is mm. like it's like an off color. Mm-hmm. It's like that motherfucker look like a, I don't know, yo. Yeah. Yeah, that motherfucker look like I think a, it's like a Nathan's. Is it like a Nathan's hot dog? Oh, yeah, that's supposed to be a big brand, but I don't think that's a Nathan. One of those have Nathan's, though. Really? I think so, yeah. They use the Nathan's. Yeah, Sam's Club. They have a, uh, what you call it, like, even though everything in the store went up, they still maintain those those same prices. Yeah, they did. Mm-hmm. So they're not the thing about it. They're not really like making a huge profit off it at all. Yeah, they're probably losing money actually. Yeah, they probably is, but it's or just breaking even. But it's a marketing like a marketing strategy to keep customers there. It keeps you in the store longer. Mm-hmm. You know, so you're like, man, I'm hungry. Let me go get a hot dog and I'm gonna finish shopping. Walking through the store eating a big ass glizzy. <laughs> that's crazy you just like where's the food <laughs> oh man we gotta get some more groceries <laughs> a vena a glizzy <laughs> <laughs> when did they start calling hot dogs glizzies they made this shit oh no niggas they, in these New young York. guys gotta stop making everything gay man that's these east coast niggas they be having like the most homophobic slang it's ridiculous they always doing the pause yo pause yo yo pause pause son. yeah yo, so i went to the store this morning pause it's like that's not even gay what the fuck yeah. are you talking about it's everything everything is gay yeah they be like yo real talk yo i went to the store this morning or whatever yo i seen this really 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 big 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 pause yo pause yeah i'm just trying to explain about how big my it brother was, always got my back pause yo you like, above always got my back. I got his front, son. <laughs> like, like, that, that was actually kind of gay. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a sports show with Cameron and Mace that's been popping up on my feed, and it's fucking hilarious. That nigga, it was one clip where he was like, they was like, hey, what do you think about that, Cameron? He was like, oh, my bad. I was just over here watching porn. Oh, I was yeah, like, what yeah, the yeah, heck? Yeah, like, <laughs> I was watching porn. It was one where they talked about... Um, so what do you feel about load management, like Cameron? And he's like, yo, that sounds crazy right now, Mace. He's like, what you mean that sound crazy? He's like, pause, bro. He's like, you put an extra D in load. I said load, you said load. <laughs> <laughs> Mace is fucking hilarious, bro. That's crazy. Remember Christian Mace? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I couldn't believe that. I knew that nigga was lying when he did that shit. Yeah. I think he still preaches. I don't know if he still does. Yeah, I think he still does. I think, but I think he Jesus. has like a like a what you call it like a he got like different portions of his life. Yeah, he just like preach on, preach one Sunday, then talking about Diddy on the next Sunday, and all yeah, that stuff. yeah, he's talking down. He's talking, he's talking big shit about Diddy. Yeah, about stealing, yeah. stealing, stealing his, his money, money and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. The thing was crazy about Mace is Mace used to rap like he didn't want to rap. It sounded like he was just really like lazy and mumbling. Mm-hmm. He's like, I don't want you rocking the fabrics. I don't want you to be established when he kills you a rabbit. Yeah. Anything in my fans wants, you can have it. And it was like, man, he dope, man. He hard. Yeah. I'm like, May sounds like he doesn't want to be here. Yeah. <laughs> he just woke up on. That was like my favorite rapper, too, in the seventh grade. Mm-hmm. Man, you know who the rackers, the probably one of the wackest rappers of all time is? Who is that? And, and some people going to be like, nah, ain't no way. One of the wackest rappers of all time is Silk the Shocker. Oh, it's all energy, huh? God damn. That guy's <laughs> terrible. He's worse than Blueface, man. They both can't rap on beat, but fuck. Silk be like, yeah, I'm right when I'm doing what I need to do. And the beat be like, boom, 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 <laughs> be boom. way out. <laughs> That's what I'm, me, jumping out the rip with it. He be like, oh my God. He kind of sounded like he was, hard. it was like his, like stuttering, kind of. Like, it was. 
like it was just like hard for him to get the words out sometimes. Yeah, he mm-hmm. was the first rapper with a speech impediment. <laughs> yeah, that's. The- <laughs> Can you imagine somebody be like, "I love this nigga. This nigga retarded." Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a compliment, I guess. Who I, I don't know who. I think it's the uh, East Coast. They started that or somewhere else. Oh, like the word. The word. Yeah. Because you know that word. you know that song with Black Eyed Peas. It got censored. Mm-hmm. You remember that song? Um, let's get it started. Yeah, they had to change. Let's the, get uh, it started. It actually was let's get retarded. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is actually very hard to do. Like they did it. They did it like in a great way because mm-hmm. it's hard to have a whole song and then change one word and still keep the integrity of the song. And, it, and the song actually was better. Yeah. Yeah. It's certain songs that sound better with the edited version because mm-hmm. the other one is too much. It is. I mean, especially knowing like how harsh the word is nowadays. I think in the, in a, at the time I was like, oh, I don't know. But when you hear it now, it's like that makes sense. It was uh remember that song with Eminem and uh Eminem, Snoop Dogg and Akon? Wait, no, 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 no. It wasn't Eminem went on the one. But that song, I seen you winding and grinding yeah. up on that pole. Yeah. Like instead of saying like the edited verse of I wanna love you. Oh yeah, he said I wanna F you. Yeah, yeah. I wanna f- I think that the the edited verse sounds a little better. Sometimes sometimes I remember um like like in the club, I remember because you always hear the radio version, right? Yeah. You know, just listening to the radio or mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. And I remember hearing like the the real, like the real unedited version, and I was like, "This, this edited version sound way better." Edited, yeah. And you just you get used to hearing it, you know, for a long time, and then you hear the the, the nasty or the the dirty version. You are like, "Oh, this is this kind of trash." Yeah, because they they don't do that much anymore. They used to like. Um, now a lot of times they just remove the word, yes, but sir. back in the day they used to create like two different songs. Like the <laughs> yeah, hook would be totally different. I don't think they do that so much anymore. The worst editing job ever though was when they made certain movies go to like TNT or some shit. Yeah, and they'd be like, "You mother lover." Yeah, mother lover. Yeah, I remember uh, the funniest one to me was like uh, it was like uh, Big Worm on on Friday. Yeah, it was like Smokey, what the funk you want? Yeah, <laughs> you're right. What the heck? You're like. Don't funk with me. Yeah. <laughs> Where my money at? <laughs> Come on, big worm. You know I wouldn't do that to you. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, my brother? You'd be like, you know, he's like, he's going to say nigga right What's there. What's going on, my brother? <laughs> I hate when they when they do the editing, but it's like the whitest, it's a whole different the person. whitest voice. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, what's going on, my guy? <laughs> like, this is terrible editing, man. This <laughs> 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 fucking hilarious, man. Yeah. What was the other one, the one with Eminem? Um, smack that. Yeah. Smack that. All, All on, on the, the floor. floor. Smack, smack that. that. That the edited version to me sound better than that too. Oh, uh, I don't even know what the what the dirty version sound like. Yeah, I've heard the dirty version a lot, but the, the edit it's just it's, just, it's, it's I don't know. It's just like more um it's a little more seamless. Mm-hmm. Cuz sometimes when you add extra words in it just makes it I don't know, not mm-hmm. as, it doesn't flow as good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. That's crazy, man. All them all them songs came out came out like back when I was in college. Mm-hmm. I remember them cuz I heard them at every party. Yeah. They was playing that shit everywhere. Like it slapped, huh? Huh? It, like it was a slaps. It was man. yeah, it was a slapper. Yeah. Do those stand up nowadays? Because I was listening to uh, I was listening to like some two, like it was like R and B music when I was in junior high, uh-huh. like when T Pain came out and stuff like oh, yeah, that. T Pain was that guy. 
T-Pain had like stupid hits. Um, but I remember like some of the other music in that era, and I was like, mm-hmm. this don't really slap no more. Not it at just all. sounds so dated. Dated, yes. Yeah. I mean, Gorilla Zoe's one of those dudes. Mm-hmm. That's just dated. What song do you sing? Oh, he had a bunch of Was them. it They Know? They, is that him? No, 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 no. That, that? That, that one, that's Shorty Low. Shorty Low, okay. Shorty Low, and y'all know that. Yeah. I hit the club. He had bad skin. Yeah. Remember that video? I'm like, dang, what's up with this nigga's face? That nigga need uh, proactive. Nigga need some Accutane. <laughs> hello, hello. Man, rest in peace. I'm over there talking about this, man. This man passed away. Yeah, rest in peace, Sam. Yeah. Um, Young Jock was actually pretty dope. I listened to some shit from back in the day. That shit was still hard. Did you see that clip where the girl called him like- A one-hit wonder. You, yeah. How do you sustain when you only have one? Like you weren't, she, she might have been two years old when that when that run was going on. She's young. You, she was young? Yeah, she looked pretty young. Mm-hmm. You got to- Like a lot of people, what's hilarious is young people. Young people have like a- um, and we're both considered still young men, but mm-hmm. we're old enough to where we've experienced the world for over 30 plus years. Mm-hmm. So when when young people are like 22, 21, 23, they've experienced so little bit of the world that the, the bit that they do get exposed to, they just see it in little clips. I think I think so, but I think it's just ignorance, bro. Yeah. Like because if even even for me, I know the impact of like like um I can't really name a one hit wonder from like the nineties. Um oh, I, I know but, plenty of them. Yeah, but I know when the song come on, I'm like, yo, that's that was one of them ones. Like yeah. I'm I'm not I'm not ignorant to like the impact of a vanilla ice or, you know, yeah. somebody like that just because they had quote unquote one hit. You know what I mean? <clears throat> so. it, was, it was some it was something that had more than one hit, but they still was like temporary. Mm-hmm. You remember Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch? No, I, I mean I know who they are, obviously, but I I never I don't know if I can recognize a song or name. It's a song. fucking the Mark Wahlberg, bro. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying like I don't I don't <laughs> that wasn't on the radio when I was growing up. No, oh, it wasn't. Not well, not uh, literally. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. No, I'm saying like, was a baby in though. my house. Got it. My dad is not listening to Marky Mark. I mean, you don't know what your dad was listening to, man. You know? I was there. I'm <laughs> telling you when I was. <laughs> <laughs> Ask your dad who Marky Mark and Funky but I'm t- What I'm telling you is when I was growing up, we listened to a certain music, and that was not on the radio. I get it. Yeah. yeah. That's, it was on the radio. You just wasn't young enough. You weren't old enough to know. On it. my dad's, on the. Oh, the, got it. Well, yeah. Your dad listening to. Yeah. It wasn't on. He wasn't playing that. Got it. Got it, got mm-hmm. it, got it, got it. He probably listened to Too Short. Yeah, Too listen short like West Coast, like Ice Cube, like uh, yeah. West Side Connection, stuff like that. Yeah. You missed that Millie Vanilli, bro. That was a that was a crazy wave in the 90s. Millie Vanilli. Girl, you know it's true. Ooh, ooh, That's the one ooh, they got caught for. Uh, being fake. Yeah, yeah they, they weren't singing those songs. Nah, they was, they was Jamaicans. They was yeah. fake Jamaicans. That's they did, sad. They dude. had the look, and then once the audio came off, they was like, uh, uh. <laughs> they was like, what the fuck is this yeah, shit? Yeah, they was lip syncing. That was like a trend, like a that was a bar that rappers would use all the time. You know, it's like yeah. being fake or not writing their raps or whatever. Yeah. I miss my childhood, man, because honestly, dude, I, I come from the, I'm one of the last generations that remembers what it feels like to not always be plugged into the internet. Mm-hmm. Like or to any any smartphone, like back in the the Crystal Pepsi days, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? When Crystal Pepsi came out and it was mm-hmm. like the latest thing, yeah. Motherfucking uh, what was another thing big in the 90s? 
we just have to like experience stuff yeah like by word of mouth yeah you know and it was it was dope man mm-hmm. whether it was cartoons or whatever cartoons, it was we yeah. got to you know blockbuster what i what i noticed too is people talk about like the family dynamic is breaking up now i think it's because another reason why is because we, we fast track everything with technology has made us fast track so many things that it took away from the family unit like going to blockbuster wasn't just going to blockbuster more times than not you was with your family yeah, and for sure. Y'all yeah. was going in there eating popcorn, being around mm-hmm. each other. And then in the 90s, we had pizza parlors. So mm-hmm. you didn't just go get a hot and ready from fucking Little Caesars. There was actually a sit-down section where a bunch of families went and hung out and you ate pizza and played arcade. Yeah, Arcades are gone. Now. Yeah, yeah there, there's no arcades now. All this shit's gone. So Yeah, people th- don't even like eat dinner together because no. a lot of times we're on our phones and stuff like that. Yep. Like scrolling through Instagram while you're eating your dinner. Yeah, everything, it, it's, it's so much access that it's just taken away the, it's taken away the, I want to say the allure of it, or mm-hmm. well, not even the allure, but it's taken away the uh, effect of it, excuse me. Yeah. Like you look at like, you open your phone now and you see some thick girl with a big booty and her breast all out. Back in the day, we didn't have that. Back, yeah. It was only a couple women back in the day that were really like notable like sex symbols. Uh-huh. Like it was like, uh, I don't know, what, Pamela Anderson was one of them. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, just a couple of women. And mm-hmm. then all the women back then, the ones we liked the most, they was all like regular modest chicks like mm-hmm. Janet Jackson and mm-hmm. 90s Gabriel Union was fine. Fucking Jada Pink and I ain't going to put her there, but she was cute too. Mm-hmm. Um, all this, everything culture was just so different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a trip, man. That 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 whole uh, what was it? Uh, oh, um, Minister Society and Boys of Hood, Boys in the Hood and shit. Yeah, the hood drama era. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's just a different time, man. Yeah, I don't know how we got went on a tangent, but mm-hmm. maybe yeah. I mean, but the, I think that is right. Just the like what it used to be an event to yes. like, go get a go get a blockbuster movie. Yes. You know, it it would be it would be a thing, man. Like, yeah, bro. It just yeah. it just everything, even video games. There was no online. You played with your brother, your cousin, or your friends. Mm-hmm. You had a fucking controller that was connected to a cord. You had you to played. be in the same room to play somebody. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This shit is just everything so fast track, bro. Yeah. It's really sad. It's really yeah. sad. I wonder. I mean, I wonder if there's going to be. I think. I think it's done now. Like mm-hmm. uh, the way that. The world is moving. It's it's too much connection, yes, and that's ridiculous. that's partly what you know. Guys like Mark Zuckerberg and mm-hmm. Chu and you know the guys that created tic, uh, uh, Twitter, mm-hmm. all of those guys. They wanted um, you know just for us to be connected around the world. It has some benefits to it, but at the same time, like you know, I think you know it's up to us as individuals and in raising our families to make sure there's a way to still be like present with people. You know, with all the access to, you know, mm-hmm. everybody around the world. I, I think I think that I think that probably a business like a genius marketing thing would or a business would be um, to offer nostalgia in a current way. Like, for example, like for people my age and older that grew up in the 90s and everything's all fast track. You know, just open some type of a pizza parlor or something. Mm-hmm. A 90s themed pizza parlor. You know, fucking go in there and, and instead of renting video games, you might rent like a fucking flash drive that's got a bunch of 90s games on mm-hmm. it. 
<clears throat> what do you call those? They call them ROMs, I think you call them. Mm-hmm. You get like, you could rent out a flash drive with a bunch of games and then just plug mm-hmm. it into your HDMI mm-hmm. and just play a bunch of 90s games or something. Yeah, that would be, yeah, or just like a, um, like a nickel arcade type of vibe. Yeah, but, bro. you know, you could use your card, you go in there and swipe, swipe your card and play. Yeah. And you want to know the reason why I know you can you can capitalize on nostalgia is because these fucking kids that didn't even grow up in the '90s are like obsessed with the '90s. Yeah, like games like Pokemon and stuff is coming back. Like they always have like this cycle. So yeah, yeah, I think that would be I think that would be dope. Just an experience like to bring people into a place, you know, especially post COVID. I think a lot yeah. of people a lot of people want to just hang out with each other. Yeah. So. Yeah, I just create, that works. creating that world. I seen a kid probably not too long ago that had a Tupac shirt on. Mm-hmm. Tupac was dead for fucking over 10 years before this kid was born. This kid could not have been born no earlier than like 2000. If you're in high school, like a freshman, what year were you born, man? Like 2009 or some shit? If you're a freshman now. If you're a freshman in high school. uh, Somewhere around there. You probably were born like 2008 or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. You'd be like 15 years old. Yeah, so if you're mm-hmm. a freshman in high school, that's when you were born. So mm-hmm. Tupac's been dead a long motherfucking time for you mm-hmm. born. But I seen a girl with a Selena shirt. I'm like, man, yeah. these people were dead in the 90s. You know the reason why, like, I think, like, um, something like what you're talking about works, like the whole nostalgia thing. I think the, the thing that hasn't changed um, throughout <laughs> all the years is the way that um, concerts are designed. Mm-hmm. Like, it's still the... Going to a concert is still undefeated. Mm-hmm. You know, like the people that went to the Bad Bunny concert and all the, or the weekend where they're selling out the stadiums and stuff like that, you can't replicate that on your phone. You know what I mean? So I, I think that there's still a way to garner or to bring people together in large capacities. I think I found, I think I found a way, but I think that if I say this idea, somebody probably, they'll probably steal it. Mm-hmm. I think that what you could do is like, even things like board games, we don't play board games anymore. Mm-hmm. Board games, all these things were family-oriented things. I think if you create a board game that is connected to your phone, the only way you play that board game is disabling your phone. So basically, you connect this board game to your phone, maybe via Bluetooth, whatever. It disables all voice commands, all text, all everything. You play as a family, and you get your score up. Mm -hmm. And like literally, you can gain like different type of uh, rewards and stuff like that. Based on like your family score, mm. like you're kind of almost forcing your family to sit down and play, and everyone could play the game. Yeah, but the objective of the game is everyone who plays has to have their phone disabled, and that's the only way you could be active in that board game. That would be interesting. I think that'd be pretty. I think that's mm-hmm. the only way you can get people to sit down is if you disable the their digital devices that are connected to this board game. You guys play it. You got X amount of time, X amount of hours. I think that'd be a good way to bring the family unity get together, man. Yeah, that reminds me of uh, when Childish Gambino before his album came out, "Awaken My Love." He did the uh, the concert at Joshua Tree, or he did like a little mini festival there, mm-hmm. and you you weren't allowed to have your phone. Yeah, mm-hmm. because that's how it was. We act like yeah. we're gonna die without the fucking phone. People think they got to capture. Like I get it, you know. As you know, when you have kids growing mm-hmm. up, capturing birthdays and, and moments like that. But for the most part, like. Like, um, I don't have a picture of every moment of my childhood, and I feel like I had a great life. I got an idea. Mm -hmm. I think that another way you could capture nostalgia 
or if you're an artist and let's say because me and me and Donald Glover are around, I think he's two years older than me or a year older than me, one of them. The best way to really capture nostalgia is I say, hey, you cannot have your phones here, but you can bring a Kodak camera. That'd be fire. That'd be fucking fire. Yeah. Like there's no digital. And a lighter. Huh? Oh, yeah. People going to be smoking. They yeah. like. But no, just that, but more so that old school, like everybody put your lighters in the air. You know, oh, yeah. doing that. But now it's like your phones. It does. It still looks cool, but I think the lighters was just bad. The lighters was really cool. Mm-hmm. It just we 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 feel so reliant on our phone. I remember I got out of my car one time. Sometimes I will purposely just turn my phone off, like I was binge watching that show. Mm-hmm. I just turn my phone off. That's cool because it's just it's too much of a distraction. Mm-hmm. Like I want to be present. Like at some point we were watching that we were at the Childish Gambino concert, and I, eventually I just turned my phone all the way off. Mm-hmm. And I just put it away because I knew I was gonna pull it back out and try to capture. Trying to catch, and it's stuff. like, dude, this yeah. is a great performance. Yeah, it, it removes you from one of the. Um, I do like uh, some of the, like courses and stuff, like personal development stuff. One of the practices we have is just like being with people, mm-hmm. and it's like basically like removing all the noise, all the distractions, your phone, and just practicing like being. Just being present. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times we have so much going on in our thoughts and always got our phones or, you know, always working on something or thinking about something else that we're never really like present with people. Yeah. And that, that I think that I think that has like single handedly like ruined people's um, concert experiences or just people's like entertainment experiences because you're you're actually watching the concert through this you know small seven inch phone or whatever the case may be i got an idea too if you really want to be present if you really want to be present and be in the moment turn your phone off and only and give people your house phone number Mm. here's why people are obsessed with text messaging it's taken it's become the primary source of um like having some form of conversation but that's bullshit. Yeah. You're going to sit there for 12 hours texting people when a fucking three minute conversation would have fulfilled that whole interaction. So I noticed that in the 90s, more specifically, like if you liked a girl, you had to call her phone. Mm-hmm. You had to call her house phone. And if she had a line that was connected to the other phone, you had to hope nobody was listening. You know? Yeah. You know, I think or, I, the, or the internet. If the yeah. internet was hooked up, you couldn't be on the fucking phone. It'd be like, yeah. I think we just have like too much access to people. Exactly. Like the thing that um is like I don't know, I, I just feel like when it's kind of stupid that I have to like turn my phone on do not disturb. Cause it's like people calling me about whatever they want to share or whatever they want me to help them with or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Um but back in the day, like say for example, I got the house phone. I come here and I want to work on music for like three or four hours. Mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about like anybody contacting me because I'm like in a space where I don't have an actual phone. And then when I get home, I could check my voicemail and return people's calls. That's what we should but go now, back to doing. But now it's like people know that your phone is always on you. So, you know, they they going to either text you or leave you a voicemail or whatever. And then, you know, the this expectation is, is that you call them back. Or this is very simple technology that we can master. If you don't want any text messages coming through, you should put everything to do not disturb, right? Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, you can have it set to this would the best way to avoid people. Set it to phone calls only. Most people don't talk on the phone. They just mm. don't. Yeah. People have a lack of they don't they, people have an issue like articulating themselves. They always want to hide behind a text message. Mm-hmm. So leave your phone calls open. 
But all of your text messages, you could forward them and they'll go to your actual home phone and they will read as voicemails. Mm-hmm. So if you don't want to receive any text messages, you don't got to put your phone on this. Put it all the way. It used to be old school. And if they want to call you, they could call you on the house phone or on your regular phone. Yeah. But I just think that we've consolidated too much of our time and, and focus in this one thing. Man, look here. You shouldn't be able to call, text, uh, fucking watch porn, uh, motherfucking All on the same order device. food, uh, motherfucking hide shit and the Snapchats and all. You shouldn't be able yeah. to do everything on your phone. Some phones you could use as the remote for your fucking car. You know what? Um, I think Schultz has said this once upon a time. Like, it might have been a. That was a conversation I heard somewhere. Mm-hmm. It was like we don't even have like the luxury of missing people. No. Like we just talking to people all day long. Yeah. Like especially you know, especially like in the early stages of like courting a girl or something like that. Oh my god, y'all texting all day, every day. It's like dang, you don't even. There's nothing even to talk about when you see them in person. Here's the worst part. We'll move on from this. <clears throat> but what's different from now versus then? is not only do you not get the opportunity to miss or really genuinely make the connection, everybody's just so oversaturated with people giving them attention or them giving other people attention that it's taken away from genuine attraction to a person. Mm-hmm. Usually things that make us attraction make us attracted are because there's something rare. That's mm-hmm. how it used to be. Like, oh, they're only releasing these Jordans. They won't release these Jordans for another eight, nine months, man. Mm-hmm. And then you wait in this long line to get these shoes in the 90s. You know, mm-hmm. you you had that East Bay book, right? You had that East Bay book where it built up, you know, and it, it had the different prices and things of that mm-hmm. nature. Like, that whole, all that's yeah, gone. Yeah, you can order it. from. You make the phone call and order it. Yeah. Yeah, it's gone. But, but what I was going to say is, is back in the day, if you were in a relationship or you liked a girl or something, um, and it ended in some some way, you could literally go the rest of your life and never see that girl again. Mm-hmm. Like literally, and that's normal. Like you, you broke up, you had a, the love of your life in college, you broke up, you never find her again. You probably, and back in the day, you looking through yellow pages and shit, trying to find where she's at, mm-hmm. trying to find her number, trying to call, trying to whatever. That's mm-hmm. the only way you found people is you really had to do investigative work to find them. All you got to do now, go right to the internet and yeah, find them. Social media. You can send them a friend request now. You can send them messages now. Mm-hmm. But back in the day, you could break up and never see each other again. Yeah, that's the crazy part. And even if it wasn't like a serious relationship. Right. Or like situations where uh, you know how it is like a person to get into a relationship. Mm-hmm. And then when they get single again, they going right back to the. Yep. They picking that same conversation off right where they left yep. off. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's the issue. That's one of the reasons why there's so many divorces, too. I don't want to go through a wormhole. But if, you know, you meet a chick and she had the love of her life in college back in 2006 and, you know, her and that guy broken up. And let's say that guy just never was a social media guy. He never Mm -hmm. got one. So she doesn't know where he is. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden he creates one in 2019. And, you know, her marriage is on the rocks. And she's like, oh, my God, have you been? I haven't heard from you Mm -hmm. since college. And then they're they're going back and forth. She's already. You can literally in this era, you can literally cheat in the mm-hmm. digital world without fucking somebody. Yeah, like mm-hmm. you, you might as well fuck already mm-hmm. in the digital era. Yeah, like once you start sending those messages, nigga. Yeah, it's easy to go down, go down that wormhole. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you, you and go, people and people like people be like, 
they're like late to cut people off if that makes yeah. sense like they be like technically in a relationship and they'll still be talking to somebody oh, else oh yeah yeah this, this, mm-hmm. trying to keep it friendly keep that, yeah. keeping that door open you'll go you'll go from being a wormhole to an asshole real fucking quick mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah a booty that's true. booty hole yeah be, be specific <laughs> all right that was a long tangent man we went yeah but i guess that's how it is mm-hmm. i hope they hope the the, the listeners liked it yeah, I think they'll be all right. They'll be all right. Yeah. You guys worn out yet? I know you guys are tired. <laughs> Hang in there, man. We got more shit to talk about. Switching gears, Jonathan Majors. Um, we all know Jonathan Majors from the movie Creed. I've yet to see that movie, man. Creed 3. Creed 3. I've yet to see Creed, man. So mm-hmm. got to check it out. Um, recently, he was accused of like strangling or choking out his you know, girlfriend or you know, woman friend, whatever she was. Um, chances are, yeah, he was fucking her. Anyways, um, <laughs> Jonathan Majors, attorney claims that woman recanted assault against allegations after arrest because they had arrested him. An attorney for Jonathan Majors has claimed that the woman who accused him of assault has recanted her allegations in writing after the actor was re- arrested this weekend. Majors' attorney uh, told the Los Angeles Times on Sunday that her team has obtained two written statements from the woman recanting the allegations. The rising movie star was arrested Saturday in New York on charges of strangulation, assault, and harassment. According to the police, Majors was taken into custody after officers responded to a 911 call from New York City apartment building on Saturday morning. And the NYPD said in a statement that Majors was involved in a domestic dispute with a 30-year-old woman who told the police she was assaulted. The woman was transported to local hospital with minor injuries to her head and neck. She was in stable conditions as of Sunday morning. Uh, Sandre well, maintains that her client is completely innocent and uh, pr- pr- probably uh, the victim of an altercation with a woman he knows. In a statement released shortly after the arrest, Chandri claimed that the woman was having an emotional crisis for which she was taken to the hospital and, the, and that Majors did not assault her. Majors' team said that they are quickly gathering and presenting evidence, including video footage uh, from the vehicle where the episode took place and testimony from witnesses to the district attorney and expect the charges to be dropped soon. Okay. TMZ going to have that footage in three days. The footage will be out showing what went on. So she recanted her story. And I, we're going to go from the top of the, to the bottom of this one. Here's what I don't like. When I initially heard the story yesterday, this is what I said. I don't think anything about this. That's the first thing I told myself. The reason why is this. I can't think anything about it. Am I supposed to say, bad, bad, Jonathan Majors, you hit a woman. Or my post to say, bad, bad accuser, you're a liar. I'm not going to say anything. I have no information. Mm-hmm. I have learned to have a blank, what do you call it, like a blank canvas. I don't even have any opinion on this. Mm-hmm. Here's what I will say. <clears throat> what I will say is I allow the story to develop. And also, I don't become a part of the, the court of public opinion. The court of public opinion, when they see anything involving a man and woman, they say, oh, my God, he hits women mm-hmm. automatically, automatically. That's what people say. They need to fucking stop that shit because you said the same shit about Johnny Depp. And look what happened. Yeah, they both was weirdos, but she was a fucking liar. Mm-hmm. Had Johnny Depp looking like a creep for fucking two years. Yeah. Right. Until the whole story came out and then she was doodling everywhere. <laughs> 
What a fucking weirdo. She was shitting and smearing shit everywhere. Mm. And this is the same woman that was getting defended by women. Yeah. No, I'm not going to defend. Here's the thing. There were some men that were trying to defend Tory Lanez. Like, I don't think you did it, bro. Tory is innocent. You know why I never took that stance? I'm not defending a man in a case who may or may have not at that time shot a woman. I'm not going to stand up for that shit sounds crazy. Yeah. Let the court figure that shit out. Especially when it's like visual evidence of her foot being like stitched up and stuff. Yeah, I'm not defending that shit. Mm -hmm. Let the fucking shit... Let yeah, it, you just go to court, let it play out, and then we're going to talk about it in two years. We're going to have the real conversation in two years. 100%. Mm-hmm. Because there's, there's going to be a real conversation regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one thing, right? Allow the story to develop. Um, in addition to that, I will say this. Women that are not telling the truth are not, are not being accurate about what happened, they need to throw the book at these people. Anybody lying about any type of allegation in regards to abuse, and especially in this case, a woman lying about abuse from a man, mm-hmm. if she is lying, because it says she was recanting the story. So I'm still going to keep waiting for the video to come out. I haven't seen the video. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. we're going we're gonna to wait for that, too. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, a- another element of this is, hey, fellas, choose better women. If you are in Creed 3 and your career is going up, 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 why would you choose a woman that could potentially do something like this? Yeah, And this is not me just trying to play the blame on him, but it's the truth. I think as men and women, we make fucked up decisions in the partners or the people we deal with. Like, if you know it's not going to be nothing serious, right? And you know she's just, you just trying to hang out. If you got a chick that you just want to have some drinks, catch a vibe and fuck, that's cool. You're both adults. But you need to find a woman that's cool with that, and then that's all she should get from you is a little bit of dick, conversation, a few drinks, and you move on. <laughs> but getting in altercations, no. No. The moment that a woman is getting loud with you, disrespecting you or doing whatever, you get your security and tell, hey, get her out of here. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't put your career at risk for somebody like that. Like, what are you doing? And I guess from the article, it mentioned she was mad because of another female that she she had seen. She looked at his phone and seen that. Mm -hmm. Um, This is a a big big FYI to the ladies listening. Hey, ladies, I know it's not a bunch of you to listen to this, but let's be careful. I mean, let's be clear when I say this. If you so happen to get the attention of Chris Brown or Jonathan Majors or Michael B. Jordan or an NFL or NBA player... Are you really dumb enough to think that he's just fucking you? Do you really think he's just fucking you? You got to be dumb if you believe that. And it's not to give men a pass for talking with a bunch of women. But these are celebrities. If you wanted a regular relationship, you should have chose a regular man. (laughs) That doesn't remove the emotion, though. It doesn't remove. Well, your emotion is tied up in ignorance. You should have known better. Do you think I'm going to go deal with Lori Harvey and think she's going to be faithful to me? Fuck no. We know what her track record is. These women act like an NBA player. They get heartbroken over a nigga that's in the NBA. He going to every city fucking all these beautiful women. For every (laughs) one of you, there are four of you. (laughs) You should have dated that construction worker if you wanted somebody to be faithful. But (laughs) faithful, I mean, they have more options, but faithful is, 
not like there are broke people that are not there's 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 men in Bakersfield right now that's sleeping on some girl's couch that is not faithful. Yeah, but the probability is higher to find a man that's faithful that got less options. I don't think so. I think so, 100%. Cause I, I got really a, I got so. a bunch of friends that are faithful that are married. But the, the, not the, they're faithful because they're faithful, not because they are rich or poor. That rich or poor plays a huge fucking role. You have more options when you're uh, when you're wealthy and you it's easier access, but mm-hmm. the person is the person. There's like there's people that are making thirty thousand dollars a year that is sleeping with every woman they come across, mm-hmm. and then there's people that are making thirty million a year that are also faithful. So I don't it, it it makes it easier, but I don't think that getting in those relationships it's called the top it's called the top one percent for a reason, Keith. Was they're the top one percent because they make money? It's mm-hmm. not because they're faithful or not faithful. Yeah, but I'm just saying you got more money, you got more options. How many motherfuckers you think getting pussy out there? It's a bunch of old. Why do you think you keep hearing stories of NFL owners and fucking uh, uh, what's the owner uh, of Robert Kraft getting getting? Well, his wife, I think she passed. I'm just saying. I know my friends, my actual close friends, I could probably name like four or five of them that cheated on they. They partners, girlfriends, whatever the case may be, and they not rich by any means. Well, it, there's a thing called looks and status too. So you still get options. You could be a dude that's not doing so well, but if you're handsome and you're six foot three and you're in good shape, you still gonna get some pussy. Like that's just the truth about it. If you're an average looking dude, like you have less or more options depending on what those things are, what those variables are. And in this case, you got Jonathan Majors in one of the biggest movies in America. Uh, women like guys like that. They're mm-hmm. gonna and even if let's say he was faithful, just the idea, I guess the just looking at it, you would assume that he's fucking a bunch of women just because of how many women throw themselves at guys like that. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's happening nonstop. This dude probably can't walk out the door without women throwing pussy at him. Yeah. I feel bad for him. No, I really don't, actually. Yeah. But <laughs> he had a shirt off the whole movie. Yeah, this guy. Here's the thing, too. Like, I, I just, this is my personal opinion. I think you got to be stupid if you are dating a guy like that and you think that this guy is just going to be faithful to you. I'm sorry. If that's what you're aiming for, like, if you say, I want to date an NFL player or an NBA player, if that's the, because there's women like that, that that's what they want and they can mm-hmm. have that, but they got to take what come with it. That's like me saying, I want to, I love strippers, but she need to be faithful to me. Nigga, what kind of world do you live in? <laughs> Like, you know what what kind of world do you live in? She going up and down that pole for money. She meeting all kind of dudes all day long. Like, you got to be out your mind. But anyways, that's neither here nor there. Um, She got mad at the situation, and that happened. I'm Mm -hmm. still waiting for the story to develop. Uh, Ultimately, what I don't like is the fact that we're real quick to, to pass judgment. Whether it's a dude saying, oh, she lying. Oh, she prob or oh, 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 she probably a white girl. You don't know what she is. If she's white, black, we don't know what she is. Mm-hmm. So I heard some uh, somebody say, "Well, that's what he get for not dating sisters." It's like it don't got nothing to do with her being black or white. Whatever, we don't even know what race the girl is. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's domestic disputes between black women, white women, Mexican women. Yeah, yeah. I don't think her. I don't think her ethnicity matters. It don't matter. Mm-mm. No, I don't. Yeah, but I, I think. I don't know. I think when I first heard it, I was like, man, this is kind of disappointing. Like, you know, you you get your first, um, I won't say it's first, but, you know, one of his first, you know, huge opportunities to play in a, you know, a big blockbuster movie. 
and then weeks after the movie comes out, you know, you hear this domestic, you know, and you and you almost just like it dude's career is pretty much over. Especially dealing with like, you know, Warner Brothers production, mm-hmm. uh, you know, being in a Disney Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. Um and then, you know, I'm sure there's there's a he has a film that's in the um like Sundance Film Festival right now that's mm-hmm. you know that's garnering um some critical acclaim and you know it's just like it's just it's like a av- it's going to be an avalanche in the next coming years and you know right when his career starts he has has a situation but you know it's it's kind of a relief to to know that the girl is um you know redacting her statements or whatever the case may be because that's I don't know that's just unfortunate man especially being a black man I think we only get you know, so many opportunities in terms of like really, uh, you know, we just, you know, they did these comparisons between like um, Ezra Miller. Ezra Miller is the guy that plays Flash or they did um, Dana White and all these other things. And they just they showed how easy they got off in comparison to mm-hmm. what, you know, Jonathan Majors, they 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 pulled um, a commercial it was like an army commercial or something he was in. They pulled the commercial right off the air. Yeah, two yeah. of them got pulled. Yeah, yeah, you mm-hmm. know, and you know, and then they showed this the thing from ESPN from uh, Dana White, and they were like basically saying like uh, executives at at ESPN suggested they not write so many articles about Dana White. It's like, yo, you getting commercials pulled versus mm-hmm. like making a suggestion to writers? Like, yeah, come on, dog, that's just the disparity. So I just think, yeah. you know, I. I hope this is is not um, real. I hope his lawyer is, uh, or that his, yeah, his law- lawyer is able to, you know, pull up this evidence or pull up this video and and uh, really, um, you know, wipe his hands with this whole situation because that's is not good at all. Yeah, I, I, the same way he put himself in position for that movie, you have to put yourself in position in life. You cannot <laughs> have this happen. You cannot have this happen. You cannot have this happen. You can't. Mm-hmm. You cannot. You are better off fucking going celibate than than dealing with women that could get you in this situation. Mm-hmm. If you cannot find a genuine woman who just wants to hang out or um, literally, because you never heard some shit like, I haven't heard anything like this with Drake, except for that, you know, his baby mama is the only thing that, you know, that's the only like scandal he's had. Mm-hmm. But he's done a decent job when it comes to um, not really having a bunch of shit going on with mm-hmm. women. Mm-hmm. Like when you are when you are at the top, I, he might still have to get used to his newfound fame because he's been in some movies before, but nothing like this. Yeah, this is something. This is different, and he's in a different type of shape because he yeah. he kind of looked a little bit awkward back in the day. Yeah, he did. He had a big yeah. head. His nose and face was bigger than his body. Yeah, then he put some muscle on, and it was just different. Now he's like a sex symbol. Yeah, like yeah, like a sex symbol now. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing, man. You got too much going on, and then they took his commercial down. But here's the problem I have. There's a disparity also. You mentioned the race thing with Dana White. Dana White owns UFC. They ain't got nothing on him. So I think we would need a comparable piece, right? You mentioned Ezra Miller or whatever like that. I I will say this. Um, When it comes to him, I think that due to an underreaction, it caused an overreaction. Back in the day, there were women that made, you know, claims of either being sexually assaulted Mm -hmm. or hit by men or whatever. And due to... Many of those situations not getting and receiving the energy that they should have, it caused a cultural overreaction. Mm-hmm. So if a woman says, he's looking at me too hard, the man gets in trouble. Oh, he's doing this. The man gets in trouble. And it's due to 
the underreaction many years ago that now there is an overreaction to what anything women say. Yeah. And even if she's fucking lying, right? There's this is going to be the initial thing. And this still might ruin future opportunities because there are some people that will say like ah, I don't think this guy is reliable. I know he wasn't guilty of it, but he should have never been in that position in the first place. Yeah. There are people who do this. There mm-hmm. are people who will look at that and consider it a stain on his career. Um, and not only that, you look at the disparity for, but with, with how women and men are treated in these situations. And this is completely different, but it's still a scandal, so I got to bring it up. Jada Pinkett fucked her son's friend. Which would be considered grooming if Will Smith did it to Willow's friend and was able to still have a red table talk show. Think about that. She's able to get on TV after having a sex scandal while being married with her son's friend. A man could never get away with that shit. Not today. Yeah. If Will Smith was fucking a 19 year old friend of Willow's, that nigga would be canceled. I think it's just. I think there's a better example. There's like um, Hope. What's her name? Hope Solo, the soccer player. What about her? She was in like a domestic. She was like beating up her boyfriend or something like that. Oh, Jeremy Stevens, the tight end, the black guy. That's that her was hus- her boyfriend. That's her husband. That's her husband now. I don't know. She was in some domestic violence uh, thing. I don't know if that was it was with with him, but mm-hmm. um, and even uh, Brittany Griner. You know, those yeah. are, you know, those are situations that just kind of blew over because, mm-hmm. you know, when we when we think about domestic violence, we generally about think about men. Yeah. Yeah. Brittany Griner was beating on a girlfriend, got in trouble for it. Yeah. Yeah. So they like free BG and her girlfriend was like, please, not don't let that nigga out here yet. <laughs> that nigga keep putting his hands on me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to keep it real. Like and this going to sound horrible, but, you know. Brittany Griner got that real deep voice. Mm-hmm. I've never put my hands on a woman in my life, mm-hmm. and I don't plan to ever do that. But if Brittany Griner put her hands on me, I'm socking her motherfucker. <laughs> oh, you hit me. Like, That's a man. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, just go to the Clippers, man. <laughs> go to the Clippers. <laughs> That's crazy. I'm just kidding. I'm she just definitely kidding. play Uber in the G League. Yeah, that, that that's man. She would get killed in the G League. <laughs> How tall is Brittany Griner? Like six eight, maybe. Really? Let me check. She's pretty tall. Yeah, she's super tall. I think uh, Kevin Durant says something to her. She's like, "Ha ha ha ha! You crazy!" I'm like, "Oh god!" She got a deeper voice than Kevin Durant. Yeah, Brittany was. I mean, Br- Br- Kevin Durant was like, "Yeah, that's real, whatever." She's like, "Ha ha ha ha!" <laughs> sound like a fucking <laughs> sound like a, a, a super villain. <laughs> All right, six nine, six nine. Yeah, she up there. God, yeah, super tall, thirty two. I remember she went to Baylor, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was killing at Baylor. Yeah. Oh my God, showing her and her girlfriend. She got. I'm on her website. Well, not her website. I'm on her TikTok. Dang, her girlfriend looked good. Or her wife. That was like a. Uh, Jeez, wow. that whole situation kind of quieted down, huh? What, uh, Brittany Griner? Mm-hmm. Oh, it did. As soon as she got out, then nobody cared. Yeah, and then, and p- people, this is the thing, though. You got to be careful. Domestic violence, domestic violence. Mm-hmm. There was actually some women that said they were in lesbian relationships. I seen it on TikTok. They said, my girlfriend was beating the shit out of me, and no one gave a fuck. Mm-hmm. And said it was happening for a while. I even reported it, but it was like the police would get there or whatever, and it just wasn't treated with the same energy if it was a man. Yeah, it's just it's a society we live in, which yeah, is man. unfortunate. Yeah. Selective, we have selective morality. But also, like, leave the relationship. 
Yeah, that's you true. Don't look for the. I mean, obviously the police are supposed to do their job, but like, you know, if you talking about, oh, my girlfriend was beating my ass for years, like, nigga, you stayed in a relationship. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you- I, th- I think you know we just have to take responsibility for, and I kind of going back to what you were saying about Jonathan Majors, like, you know, when you are. A celebrity and maybe, you know, I'm sure Michael B. Jordan might have a conversation with him about, you know, just moving a certain way. Cause, you know, like same thing you said about Drake, same thing about Michael B. Jordan. Like he's very he seems very calculated with his uh relationships. And, you know, we do we do see him out every now and then with, you know, different females and stuff like that. The only real relationship we seen was with Lori Harvey. But I don't know. You just you just move a certain kind of way. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's that's the I think that's the the biggest thing when you when you got a certain status. And like you said, like a lot of times like this situation is probably not the first of its kind. There was probably another situation where they was at a maybe a house party or something like that and she tripped out or he tripped out or whatever and they just kind of kept the continued the relationship, but I just think you got to like you say you got to yeah. you got to look at those early signs and you know move accordingly cuz you you're just too valuable of a person to be having like like imagine your career being over and may, uh, whether it was a lie or the truth either way like imagine your career being over because of an altercation that happened allegedly because she seen another girl texting yeah. you or something you, like you, that you you have to literally not ever talk to that woman don't ever get back with that woman again it was a linebacker that used to play with the 49ers named Reuben Foster that had a girl in college. They had a domestic issue. Then they broke up. She got He got back with her again. And every time he kept getting in trouble, it was something dealing with her. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, and his whole NFL career is over now. That's not that girl's fault. That's your dumb ass. Mm-hmm. You got to protect your career and your life. more. You have to protect yourself. Mm-hmm. I don't. And this is for, the, for men out here, too. I don't care how much you love your girlfriend or your wife or whatever. If she puts her hands on you, she's going to do it again, probably. Mm-hmm. And here's the issue with that. If you tell somebody, man, my wife hit me last night, man, they'd be like, ah, man, you get hit. You're you going to call what you going to call the police on her. Or what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Um, they won't take you seriously. So you got to take yourself seriously and say, hey, look, I care about you, but I can't have you hitting on me. Because what's going to happen is this. She hits you. You let it go. Six months later, she hits you again. Two months later, she hits you again. Five months later, now she got a knife trying to fucking kill you. And you should have learned the first couple times she did that. You don't let women hit you, man. You don't got to hit them. Get the fuck away from them. Mm-hmm. If they don't, a woman that has no issue resolution skills whatsoever, if she's just screaming in your face, this will women, most of them, I don't know if they all don't understand it or not, especially when they're dealing with a, a man that's physically strong like a Jonathan Majors or a Michael B. Jordan or me or Keith or whoever. Mm-hmm. When women are jumping in a man's face, they have to know that this man's not going to hit them. This is why they're doing it. I, Me personally, I would never get in another man's face because now I'm in his personal space and I understand. You got to get ready to fight. He's ready to fight me because mm-hmm. the aggression. Mm-hmm. And I will say this right here too. Ladies, please, to, for protection of yourself, do not get in a man's face. Because the moment you expect him not to hit you, he going to slap the fucking shit out of you. And now you're on the ground bleeding. Thinking, mm-hmm. assuming that this man wouldn't do it, right? Yeah. We got to women protect yourself, fellas protect yourself. Mm-hmm. That's my message. Should nobody be hitting nobody? Yeah, nobody's be hitting nobody. 
right? Yeah, just keep your hands to yourself. Keep your hands to yourself. And you said something too, and, and you don't want to get conspiratorial about it, but I got to bring it up. It was a great point. We're just saying this, right? Now, I don't want to say playing devil's advocate, but imagine this. Imagine, you know, she recanted her story, but also... You, you do do a better job. Go ahead and explain what you were saying. Yeah, and I, I don't even you know this is just an idea, and I and I want to tread lightly because like 100%. I'm a filmmaker and stuff like that. 100. So, you know I don't have any 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 ill will towards nobody. No, no. But um, basically, you know, I, I'll put it to you like this: when uh, Aaron Hernandez, you know, uh, Jameis Winston, when when they were in college. There was a lot going on, especially Aaron Hernandez in terms of like violence, fighting at clubs and all these other things. Mm-hmm. And because it's Florida University, you know, the the university where Gatorade was created and, you know, multi-million dollar endowment and stuff like that. Um, a lot of the a lot of things get swept under the rug because it's, you know, he's the he's the star on the team or Jameis Winston is the star quarterback. Um, and. These things, you know, there's documentaries that come out and they document certain things and there's, you know, police reports of, of, of things happening and they just get, you know, Urban Myers, Urban Meyer might make a call to the police department or whatever and he might have to pop up at, at some, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the, the police versus firefighter uh, basketball game and then, you know, take some pictures with a couple wives and stuff and then everything is, is just kind of swept away. So I just say that to say. That there's, you know, there's power in Warner Brothers. There's power power. in Disney and stuff like that. So this is also, you know, a possibility where, you know, things could have been like, you know, swept under the rug or, you know, there have been an exchange of, of, you know, imposing, you know, organization on uh, on somebody. And then, you know, that that may be. Uh, part of the reason why this, you know, this statement comes out afterwards or whatever, you know. But I think, you know, at the end of the day, we'll see. We'll see what that, uh, what that video looked like because I already know TMZ is working on. TMZ find a way to always get that get that video, and they be the first ones to mm-hmm. have it. So we'll see exactly how it plays out. And, but. and the thing about, it, I think we've mentioned all sides, but I don't think we're implying that this is what's going on. But mm-hmm. to say that this is not a possibility is also not true because. Mm-hmm. You know, it's we've seen this in other large like these large freaking institutions like Florida or Florida State where there's athletes doing things they shouldn't be doing. And then, you know, you know, somebody brings a briefcase and everything goes away. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know, we've seen this shit. You know, Mm -hmm. we have to understand that these any massive corporation or movie studio or athletic organization, there is some form of. how do you say it? There's some form of scandal that's happened many times. Mm-hmm. And that if you look at there's a a, co- a college, um, uh, they call it what's called the Pony Express on Thirty for Thirty SMU, mm-hmm. right? Southern Methodist University. They got all these players. They had fucking Eric Dickerson and mm-hmm. all these guys. They was paying them a bunch of money in the fucking eighties, mm-hmm. right? And they end up getting the death penalty, which means they didn't have no football for no a while. Scholarships. Yeah. So this mm-hmm. is the thing, man. Like. We're not saying that this is what happened with him and she's recanting her story or whatever, but we've given all sides. The fact that he does, he's not responsible. He's being with a woman that's, that's not really fit for him, which is his mistake. Um, also, she could be lying. Um, uh, there's just so many angles to look at this shit. Even when you 
you know, I it it was never proven to be true, but um Meg Thee Stallion said that Tory Lanez had offered her money to, you know, to be quiet about the whole situation. So yeah, one thing we know that, need. you know, the just the power of of money and it, I don't know, it's to some people it may may mean something, to some people it may not mean anything in terms of like, you know, their uh their morals are, are more valuable than than the money that they're getting to be quiet or whatever the case yeah. may be. But you know, you just never know. I don't know what Meg is going to come out with, but it's going to be massive. I don't know what's what. It's either going to be some type of a movie or some type of massive deal, or it's going to be some type of conversation. I don't know. Last time mm-hmm. Meg popped up recently, she just looked way better though. I don't know what it is. Really, man? Oh, she had like she had like a little natural hair style. Yeah, she stuff. was looking good. Her mm-hmm. skin was popping. She was <clears throat> real physically fit. Mm-hmm. Skin and she just look real good. Probably not stressing no she more. She's not stressing on nothing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So. But I feel, I feel, I, I honestly like. I don't know if it's just me being a black man or, uh, or what it is. But when, when I see, like, and and albeit the girl, um, you know, she she made a statement that that it wasn't true. You know what, what she made, or the arrest was not uh, null and void, or whatever the case may be. Um, but Jonathan Majors, um, Tory Lanes. When I see these situations, I be genuinely like, like I feel like a, a sense of sadness, you know, because I'm just like, bro, just, you know, seeing another black man going to prison for stuff that could have been, you know, easily prevented if, you know, if you got your head on straight. But yeah, it's just, it's just crazy. I think that ultimately, I don't really feel that way. I feel like, I feel like I don't feel a sense of sadness. I feel a sense of waste. I feel like a person like you needs to understand the the type of position that you're in, but also that there are other men who look like you that are fighting for that same position in life. Mm-hmm. And you can you're squandering that by doing something dumb. Mm-hmm. You're squandering that position by dealing with women who can get you in trouble, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and people will say, "Well, you shouldn't blame Jonathan Majors because she's lying, and now she's writing a statement." I still can blame him the same way I could blame Meg Thee Stallion for being around a fucking Tory Lanez bitch ass. It's, I think what I see is like um, when I when I think about um, you know certain situations that came out with like Chris Brown mm-hmm. and uh, he he had receipts to prove that he didn't do certain things. Mm-hmm. But what happens is a lot of those times you still put yourself in that position. A hundred percent. Like you still was talking to the girl or whatever. Like even to have text message exchange with like some of these people, you're like, dang dog, you just. That's- like you just put yourself in a position to That's really what I'm allow, saying. you know, the casual fan to be in your space like that. That's all I'm saying. And people say you're victim blaming. <clears throat> you shouldn't be saying this about Meg. It's not victim blaming. The truth of the matter is, is that nobody put a gun to your head and made you stick around. There well, are people. Well, no, that was after the fact. <laughs> that was later. <laughs> the gun, the gun part came up later. <laughs> all right, but there are things you there, there are things you see in a person. <clears throat> You see those things up front. You see them initially. Yeah. They keep playing themselves out. Each time each time people are not telling you something, they're still telling you something. It take like it probably take like two months to see like the glimpse of the true. I don't true take character. that long, man. <clears throat> it don't take that long. Mm-hmm. It, it don't take that. Especially in a in an immature relationship where y'all just fucking ain't nobody mm-hmm. exclusive. If you just fucking and y'all hanging out having drinks, oh, you will see some shit in a woman. Mm-hmm. Oh, you will see some shit in a woman within the first two weeks that's mm-hmm. like, oh, no, this ain't good. 
mm-hmm. especially when you're really good at listening. And mm-hmm. when, you, when you've done enough, first of all, if you've done enough work inward, like if you've done enough work inside, you notice more things outside. I don't mm-hmm. know if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But when you've done more work on yourself and you've worked on getting a lot of these immature behaviors out of you, you notice them in others. And it's like they play out as plain as day. And you think to yourself, you really think I'm stupid, don't you? You know, and and like you'll be talking to a chick and in your back of your head, you're like, yeah, that's the last time we ever going to see each other. <laughs> I'm never coming back around here again. That's comedy. You are fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to be kind. I'm going to be nice. I'm going to be respectful. But when you make an advance for us to hang out or do anything, it will never happen again. Because I know as a man that only being around you further is going to cause me an inconvenience. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think as men, we need to learn that. I, I've been in a situation where I look completely stupid. So I'm not trying to preach to anybody. I'm just saying it from experience. I've been around women for too long and I look stupid because of my my ignorance. Mm-hmm. And it caused the inconvenience to me. Mm-hmm. Is that her fault? No, mm-hmm. it's my fault. Regardless of how flawed people are, it is never their fault when they already fucking showed you who they were and your dumb ass stayed right there and you was like, you know what? I'm waiting for the next episode. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm trying to binge watch this toxic shit, mm-hmm. right? Let me let me get to episode seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you ain't gonna make it episode eight. Episode eight is jail. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you gotta grow up, fellas. You yeah. gotta you gotta grow up, fellas. You got mm-hmm. to grow the fuck up. Yeah. You're gonna hey man, some of you guys are probably dealing with it right now. Mm-hmm. What I would encourage you to do is if 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 a if you're hot and cold on a woman and, and like you don't know what's going on or you don't know if she's good or whatever, I would just literally just just observe. Just listen. Mm-hmm. Just listen. Just all you gotta do is listen and pay attention. Mm-hmm. And then you just got to make a decision to just back off respectfully. Yeah. I mean, you could do that or you go to jail. It's your point. It's your choice. It's your life. <laughs> you get two options. You get two options. I ain't never mm-hmm. been to jail or none, never, first of all, but mm-hmm. never had nothing involving the police and a woman. But it could have been that way had I stuck around. Mm-hmm. You know, who knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jonathan Majors, man. You gotta. We need to hear from you. We got to clean this up. Yeah, ain't nothing he could do. He can't clear it up with him saying anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I mean, un- unfortunately, that's the society we live in. But it, I, but what I what I realize is like social media is not real though. It's not real, but <clears throat> it, it's not real. But the issue with it is whenever a story is just in the air and it's just hanging, that's one of the worst times to say stuff. But it doesn't matter. There's nothing you can do right or wrong. Like mm-hmm. you can't do anything. If he gets up there and he says. Hey, I just wanted to, you know, uh, chime in with everybody. Let you know that uh, whatever all these narratives that are popping up about me are false. I would never put my hands on a woman. I never have this mm-hmm. and that. Then you're gonna see comments and be like, "This is exactly what abusers try to get you to believe. Mm-hmm. They try to gaslight you and believe." And it's like people have already bought into a narrative. The court of public opinion has already spoken, mm-hmm. and his name has not. It's been cleared, but not officially because. She redacted what she said, and it's in writing, which would say, hey, she was lying. But we still got to wait on the tape. Yeah. If his hand. We've seen that tape. If his hand even comes up. I'm talking about if his hand comes up and it just pushes her back and his hand is near her throat. That nigga's done in Hollywood. (laughs) Dang. 
I'm telling you right now, if, if she redacted the story, that's just on paper. That's that's legally binding her to that now. But the but but the I don't know. The lawyer could be lying, but the lawyer is the Jonathan Major's lawyer is the one saying that there's video evidence of you know proving he's innocent. So yeah, it depends on what video y'all choose to release. Yeah. But with these type of stories, this is what I don't like about this. Whether it's like police footage or it's fucking this situation. You know what I would do? What? I would hire some really good uh, directors, cinematographers, CGI mm-hmm. artists, and you know, throw something together real quick. I know, that right? show Jonathan Majors just defending himself. Like, yeah, just have just just basically do a Creed spinoff, <laughs> Creed spin-off. And, and have Jonathan Majors with his shirt off. Like, please don't hit me, don't hit me, nigga, buff as fuck. Don't hit me, please. I don't want any problems. <laughs> He's like, good. As you can see here, Jonathan is trying to evade the situation. <laughs> He's waving his hand in a circular motion in attempts to block the punch from this young lady. Yeah. She looked through his phone and found a, a large pair of breasts on Snapchat <laughs> and said, you know what? I'm tired of this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, it was probably somebody bad. That, oh. You know, the badder the woman is, the more mad your girl probably going to be. Oh, yeah. Because usually what happens, too, is it's not that. They're going to get mad if any woman's in there, right? But if it's a woman that has something they don't. Like if, if you got a girl that's just really naturally very pretty, nice little body, but then the girl that's hitting you up, they see a picture, her booty all fat. That's what, Meg to see. Probably, waist, it was probably Meg to Stallion sliding in his Her DM waist is all little, big old breasts. Mm-hmm. You know, you're white, she's black. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it'd be shit like that. Like Ice Spice sending, me, sending him a little meme or yeah, something. Yeah, Ice Spice sending him that light-skinned booty, <laughs> that big old, her big afro. <laughs> <laughs> that shit crazy it, yeah. either way because women don't admit it it could be like you with a black girl and then you get a message of this fine white girl and she's like a white girl really or it's a white girl mm-hmm. and she get a video and there's some black girl with a big old booty and she's yeah. like really really Dante you're gonna leave me yeah so you never know I just knew you like black girls he's he disappointed what? that he liked black girls and he black yeah <laughs> ain't that crazy you're gonna leave me for that you mean a black woman <laughs> my mama black like, what are you talking about <laughs> that's wild bro yeah, yeah. so I, i'm curious to see if if i don't know i think i have a strong feeling that me and you are going to be revisiting this conversation yeah i mean every day we getting updates mm-hmm. you know so I, I, yeah i think for for me and this is like kind of like a like a very minimal or very meaningless statement mm-hmm. i'm glad it this happened after all the numbers, you know, came in for the movie. Mm. Because if it happened, you know, a week before the release, like it just would have it would have tainted the mm. the rollout for the movie. And this is obviously like Michael B. Jordan's directorial debut and, you know, he broke records with the movie and stuff like that. So, you know, I'm just glad it kinda, you know it it just for for me as a filmmaker, it what it does is it's it gives more black young filmmakers opportunities to mm. you know to in the future uh just had to to have some belief you know to, for somebody to want to bet on bet on me you know so yeah there there are some people that will consider that statement problematic mm-hmm. because they're saying you care more about the projection of a film than <clears throat> than females being abused by men and, and that and that comes from that comes from people already buying into a narrative. Mm-hmm. They've already decided that Jonathan Majors hit this woman, 
And yeah. you're like, why would Keith even dare mention this, yeah. this film? The film is not important. It's not important. And it's like, well, I don't think Keith's looking at it like that. Yeah. I, but yeah. I, I, but I think when Keith, when when you're extremely an objective person and you don't you don't dig your heels into a narrative, you tend to like have feel so many ways about something that mm-hmm. it pisses other people off mm-hmm. because they don't they're not open minded enough to really do that. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I think like we said the situation is going to play out but you know, if it's if it if it comes out as stands, you know, and that happened before Creed 3 came out, it would have been like yeah. The whole conversation wouldn't have been about Michael B Jordan being corny, it would have right. been about mm-hmm. Jonathan Majors putting his hands on his one. 100%. No. Like we made a statement earlier, it was like, yo, Trump got to be the funniest president ever. Mm-hmm. You imagine somebody that's like that's like dug their heels into a narrative, they'd be like, "What's so funny about racism?" Huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why y'all think it's funny for him to be a racist? Be yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, bro. Yeah. Just chill out. Chill it's just out. so serious. It's just bro. so serious, dude. Chill yeah. the fuck out. Yeah. And then we did those Trump impressions for a while. They're like, oh, I gotta turn this off. Yeah. There's some people, there are some people that go to comedy shows to be offended too. Yeah. It's like, oh just to be mad. Sit pay thirty dollars, forty dollars for a ticket to be in there mad. There was this white comedian that was cracking a black joke, but it was funny. Mm-hmm. He said, um, he, uh, this girl got mad and said something, and she was like, "It's like um, he said, what's funny is is when I crack black jokes, they laugh hardest at my jokes about them." He's like, "But I'm not worried about what a Karen thinks. I'm worried about what black people think." Mm-hmm. And then he cracked this black joke. That shit was funny. Mm-hmm. He's like, "I had a joke about black people being late to everything, and I didn't want to offend them, so I did it at the beginning." <laughs> 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 That's comedy. <laughs> and this black dude was like, ha, 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 ha. And then he was like, you like that one, bro? He's like, yeah. And then the lady was offended. The white girl? Yeah. I'm yeah, like, why are you? That's the problem with these extremely, extremely liberal people. Mm-hmm. Like, how can you be offended on my behalf as a black person? And mm-hmm. I'm not even offended. Mm-hmm. Like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. It's probably yeah. some girl with blue hair. yeah i'm mad at everything yeah (laughs) and she got all the pronouns yeah she she she, her them they yeah you just you hogging all the pronouns (laughs) my one of the funniest clips to me is when he was like yours mine ours oh i was like when i seen the girl with her pronouns was ours or i seen the person and their pronouns was ours and then he was like, yours, mine's ours. <laughs> yeah, you started busting up. I don't know. I, I think you do you do enough talking, um, your brain just operates different. Yeah. You just catch shit quick. Yeah, it'd be like, it just autopilot. Yeah, sometimes I hear Charlemagne. It happens to Charlemagne a lot, too. Mm-hmm. Charlemagne might be one of the quickest minds. He might be the quickest draw to yeah. having something extremely funny. Mm-hmm. Like I remember they were talking about some super creative stuff. Bro, he said something on the on Brilliant It Is that had me fucking crying. They were talking about like different Marvel movies and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And then they started talking about like gender. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he said, you know, you know, they have this pronoun, this pronoun. And then Charlamagne was like, Yeah, the agendas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <I was> just <laughs> of the Avengers, I started fucking laughing. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, uh, they have a good combo because uh Sometimes show. Sometimes you know. I, I, it's just you talking for two hours, yeah. you know, hour and a half or whatever. So sometimes the jokes is not going to be that funny. Yeah. But sometimes like Schultz is saying some stuff like like 
you know, he's he's amazing at improv and on stage. Mm-hmm. So he he finds a way to like, you know, formulate real jokes in, you know, in in real time conversations. And I'd be like, "Dang, these dudes is good." They talked about uh Charlemagne's like, "Yo, you know, I just want to be transparent." And then he was talking and then a uh, show's is like, a transparent? Is that somebody that can't have kids but they think they're a parent? Bro, that shit had me fucking laughing. Oh man. Yeah, I was like, this shit, wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Let's go ahead and wrap this thing up, man. What what where we at, dude? I don't think we got anything else. Uh 158. All right. Well, we gave these people two hours of content, man. Mm-hmm. I, I hope that my hope when when people listen to this this podcast. Is that when you're in transit where you're going, if you're going to work or if you're at work or <laughs> wherever you're doing. I just want you to have a good time, man. Mm-hmm. That's that's my I hope that you're having a good time when you listen to this. Yeah. As as fun as it is for me and Keith to record it. Right. Mm-hmm. Now remember, okay, you can head on over to ATM Pod um for the Cash app. It should be towards the bottom of the screen. Mm-hmm. Um Make sure you head over to YouTube and, and subscribe. Tell your friends about it. The word of mouth is very powerful, folks. Yeah, yeah, I know we live in a digital era, but a lot of people don't pay attention to stuff digitally, too. Yeah. So, you know. One thing I, this, this, sorry to cut you off, but one thing I did do, too, what I realized is, like, sometimes we'll have, like, viral clips. Mm-hmm. And um, and it's not, you know, we just, we're learning as we go. 100%. But, um, a lot of times people didn't know the name of the podcast. Oh, yeah. So what I started to do now is like put the logo on the end. So that way, like if people see it, they could just Google a trucker's mind podcast. Um, but yeah, you know, so in the clip where a million, that was like a lot of people, mostly um, on Facebook that was like, yo, what, what podcast is this? And then I would go in there and respond or whatever. But yeah, that's just something I thought of right now. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So there's that. Um mm-hmm. That and, yeah, we're on all streaming platforms now. So you can head on to all these streaming platforms. Mm-hmm. Make sure to give us a rating on wherever you listen, whether you listen on Spotify or you're listening on um, uh, Apple. Apple, Podcast, Apple, yeah. Apple Podcast. I think uh, Amazon, I got to look at it, but Amazon, um, I think they're starting to have like podcast on their thing. So oh, they sent an email. I got to check that out. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, that's crazy. We're we're everywhere though. We're on like iHeart, all kind of shit. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, we're everywhere, man. Mm-hmm. So spread it, spread it, to, spread it with a friend. But mm-hmm. hey, if you enjoyed this episode, if you made it to the end, we appreciate you. Thank you for listening to a Trucker's Mind podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy K. Fings. Right here. Peace. <laughs>